Mr. Batman. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. Hey, look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a problematic relationship with young boys. Oh, I know what that is. It's another episode of Darkseid's Couch, and this must be James. I'm Mike. I'm Shay. There we go. Did you just did you just leave the room? Did you have a bathroom break? I forgot the order. Oh, okay. So Mike I forgot did, the order, and and, uh, and Shay wasn't paying attention. Shay didn't realize her. She was on mute. <laughs> so I okay. This I guess this is worth addressing right now. Is uh, so last week before I get any last episode rather before I get any shit about it, I gave a, a false tech tip. All right, I gave a false Zoom tech tip. Uh, if you hit the space bar, it will not mute and unmute your microphone. Are you not going to play the song? Oh, okay, fine. If only we were giving Neil Young some residuals. Thank you. Because you always play it when I fuck up. No, I, play, I think I play it when everybody fucks up. I think you can go back to the records and see that I, I played it for myself. You played I, it for me when we had, dis- we had a disagreement about showering. Well, because you were very insistent about proper showering hygiene. I didn't fuck up, though. So I, well, I did fuck up. I said that if you press uh, the space bar on Zoom, it will unmute and mute you. And that's not true. There is a setting that you can activate that uh, the space bar will unmute you while you're holding it. So you can like press it to to lean in and, and, and talk on Zoom and otherwise you're muted, which is a good safety. But that's not normally what it is okay so there is to my knowledge uh you know no no native way within zoom to just mute by hitting the space bar you can always just hit the microphone in the corner but i was wrong about that i told shay the wrong thing i told you guys all the wrong thing sorry my zoom etiquette was wrong on that but now shay is just pressing microphone buttons uh right out of the gate and she did it again i'm watching her mouth move because okay so i'm because i'm playing around with it as you're oh talking God. great time i'm unmuted right i'm right. unmuted right now i hit right. the space bar right Oh, you are muted. Okay, okay. Now when I hit the space bar, it temporarily unmutes me while I'm on mute. Wait, wait, wait. So you can just press the space bar to toggle on and off? No, it will not toggle back on. You can press the space bar to quickly mute yourself. Okay, well, that's not bad. That's halfway. I'm going to play that Neil Young song backwards right here. I unfuck myself. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, that's a, that's a half fuck up. Uh, well, it should be reverse and then stop halfway. Oh, okay, here we yeah. go. Yeah, you've got to go full Wonder Shows in on this. Yeah. A lot more people know about that, that show than you think. Yeah, that was a big, big That's why I didn't thing. stop and explain it. You know, yeah. like, I thought oh, it was God. just it was just like this weird show only no. me and my friends watched. No, that's not the way it works. I didn't realize, like, all the weirdos I'll meet in the future from then on. That's no. a good I, test to see who's cool. I was talking to a friend of Very mine, cool. and she was telling me about one of the first times that she had smoked weed with her now husband. And hey, it worked out. Yeah. And they were hanging out, and all he showed her. She was like, he showed me this, like, fucked up kids cartoon and in my head, I'm thinking, oh, God, I hope he didn't show this poor baby child mm-hmm. wonder shows and while she's high for the first time, Sick. pretty much. And sure enough, he had shown her wonder shows. <laughs> so here's, here's what I'll say. I saw wonder shows in after like the, the fervor had died down a couple years later. And I'm going to say it. 
not subversive enough not edgy yeah. enough at the time it was at the time okay, it fine, was like fair. unreal like fucked up in and retrospect then, like, little tame it's just that all those people who made that show i mean everything it, is like when that show ended they all branched off and did their own like weird fucked up thing maybe my tolerance is just too high it is it's gotta got, be now. Got, one of the main guys is the voice of towley i remember yeah uh they had what's his name uh he was uh, neon joe werewolf hunter what the fuck okay. is that guy's name delocated I, I i i don't remember i don't remember I figured you would be a no. I think he, I think if, if if I know who you're talking about, if I'm thinking about the same guy, he's a dude who used to do a bunch of bits on Conan. But I'm not yeah. Sure he if used to be yeah. a Conan guy. Shay, your mic is muted. Yeah, we're thinking of All the right, same people. Shay, stop touching the. You don't get to do this right now. This is this is going to have to be a, an after show uh, experiment where Shay presses random buttons in a Zoom. Oh my god! Oh my god! I have to edit this. I'm sure, like, uh, Shay's thinking, like, this is the only time I'm ever going to be on my computer using it in this, like, capacity, so I might as well practice now. You, you just have to get deft with it, and you, you can't you can't just, just roll in in the middle of a recording. jam with it. Yeah, you get jiggy with it. Na, 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 na. Okay, all right. Um, I don't know. Did we, did we cover everything we need to cover? Something about the delocated guy? It was, it was okay. our... Uh, uh, our wonder shows in minute, which okay. we'll have every every episode. Every, every episode from now on, there's a wonder shows in minute. <laughs> Until there's as many minutes of wonder shows in minutes as there is of actual wonder shows in. Whenever <laughs> someone says like, oh, whenever someone brings up wonder shows, and I think of uh, this guy going, this ki- these kids think I ride with the devil, but the devil rides alone. And there's like <laughs> that line, and then there's uh, you're watching horse apples, a heel heel heel. I always think of great. those two things. This, uh, if there's one thing this show needs, it's to be more complicated. It's, it's hard <laughs> enough to follow. That's the main feedback I get is that it's just too obvious and linear and people have too easy of a time following what the hell's going on. You know, I keep saying to people to make things easier, like keep it simple, like yeah. in all things. You tell other I, people that and then. Right. And then I don't an, do it myself. An impenetrable podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's Jeez. a good way to describe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just overgrown. The lore has gotten so thick. <laughs> It's just it's there's so many, so many dumb things that we keep doing. All right, let's. Uh, how about how about as of now, we'll eliminate all lore and we'll just start over with all new. I don't. Lore. I don't. I don't know about the, oh, oh, a crisis on infinite podcasts. Yeah, let's yeah, do I, it. And then and then our old lore will join the new guardians. <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not prepared to say goodbye. Well, well. Speaking of old lore, I do want to get this out of the way now because we're less than six weeks out at the time of this episode drops from the Chicago Marathon. So I'm going to start pushing this harder. Good. For these last couple episodes, and I'm putting it at the top of the podcast instead of the end, because who, who, who's listening an hour and a half Nobody. now? People who are uh, giving so, you money for your run. Right, right. So here's now's the time, people. Um, I'm raising money for uh, the Organization for Autism Research when I run the Chicago Marathon in less than six weeks. And now is the time to donate, because uh, let me tell you something. If this podcast blows up, guess who's getting the golden subscriber passes, right? It's, it's the people who donated or sent requests or made us art or they left positive ratings and reviews on Spotify and Apple Music and such. I see all that. I see yeah, all those that people stuff. Are gonna, they're going to get like arbitrary mm-hmm. like pats on the head. You're getting bumped up. You're getting bumped up. Your inner circle. All right? It's not a free ride. You got to get engaged. This podcast, a good analogy, it's like, it's like a Pantera concert without the racist tirades. You got to get right, in that pit. All right, now hold on. Get in that pit. You got to get engaged. Hold on. That's not necessarily fair. It's mostly fair. I heard, I heard some, uh, some audio from I'm sure. Phil Anselmo <laughs> lately. I heard some audio of him doing I'm crowd a, work. 
I am not at all saying that you're wrong. <laughs> I'm saying like it's just that their grooves and were just so fucking it was tasty. Pretty sick. It was pretty sick. That we, the Pantera listening audience, were just willing to overlook <laughs> yeah, any well, kind of issues that they're going to have. The Confederate flags on the is. album covers and such. Like, oh. yeah. we'll overlook all that stuff, just okay? Because your band coming. is just so good. Like, you're unreal good. I, I heard a story. God, this is way off track. But I'm going to tell you, I just, I just read that uh, Jim Carrey is a big Pantera fan. And he was driving somewhere to some gig somewhere. I don't know, driving to a hotel with his buddy or whatever. And uh, his buddy puts on Pantera. It's the first time he'd ever heard Pantera. He'd never heard this guy. And he's loving it. He's digging this Pantera. Oh, my God. I'm really into this thing. They get to the hotel. They go to check in. Behind them in line to check in is Pantera. Oh, sick. What are the odds? What and are the odds? a bunch of racist stuff to Jim Carrey. Yes, Jim yeah, Carrey. Yeah, that's where I was expecting this yeah, to go. Yeah, me too. Jim Carrey me is too. a very... No, no, no. I, well, I mean, I don't know what happened after that. But come on, of all the odds, the, they just found his new favorite band. And then he goes to the hotel and they're right behind him. I mean serendipity yeah which is my new favorite word yeah it is is. you've been using it a lot uh anyway my point is my point is listen uh it's a great way to get engaged Uh, if you can't do any of that stuff if you don't have any creativity you can donate some money you're going to see a link on the screen if you're watching on uh on youtube otherwise there's a link in the notes in the show notes uh i've seen the people have donated i really appreciate it it makes my day whether it's a dollar or whatever it is um yeah, you know, we don't get the money, so you can. No, we're not going to blow it on anything stupid. We don't we're get We're the it. only, like, show you like that isn't asking for money. Yes. So it's like, if you want to give us money, just donate to the charitable thing. Because we yeah. already have jobs. Like, yeah, three I of us job. have jobs. I need your money. Like, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll take it, but I'll for right now. I'll take it too for autism research. Yeah, after the, after the marathon, and we pretend like that's the only thing we want money for, and then once we get that money for the, the, the research. Then we'll ask for money for ourselves to buy dune buggies and banjos and things. But for right now, this is the only thing I want money for. All right? Maybe maybe we should create like like a site that just has our bills and then mm-hmm. you can donate to pay the individual bill. Yeah, it's called an OnlyFans or a, like a Right, but they <laughs> but it's just like a, it's just like money in general. Like how about we like itemize our life? Yeah. And then like people can choose what they can pay off. Like right. if there's something they think is stupid or unnecessary, they don't got to pay for that. They don't have to just generally just give me money without knowing where it goes. Well, so so it would have to be allocated. Like if it's if it's my ComEd bill, it would have to be connected to the ComEd bill so that I can't just take the money and spend it on something else. It has to go to that thing. This right? is how honorable I am. Like the fa- like dis- doing that in a dishonest way never occurred to me. I was like, that sounds complicated. Just put it all in your bank account. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Then I mean, it kind of bypasses the entire point of the thing because like well, you just we have like you see how much of the money of the pool of money you have to allocate right. to that because it's on the website yeah if, if you're an honorable person yes of course you better be we're pretty honorable I, I honestly if that were the case i would absolutely do it as it was supposed to be done i i would but. i expect everyone in the world to be like really honorable yep eight billion honorable people you better be you That's have to be so good right now do you want like, others? Going so well, yeah. Do you want? To, yeah, that's true. Everybody should act in such a way that if we all did that, if we all acted with that behavior, it would work out. So all the times you're doing little things, little stupid things, like you're throwing your trash in the street or whatever, because whatever, it's just one thing. That's the problem. Stop yep. doing that. I agree. There's always a trash can. Where do you live? You live out in the fucking desert. There's a trash can like 30 feet away. 
As a Christian, I yes. deeply agree with this. Oh, so you're not Aquaman. As we've learned, Aquaman doubts anything related to Christianity. No. I have a lot of questions about Aquaman. Yeah, okay. We should, we should start getting into we this. We all do. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are a lot of problematic relationships with young boys in this book, I noticed. Yeah, there is. Um, every, which is one of my questions stories. later on. Okay. This is um, Adventure, Com Adventure Comics issue 271 from 1960. Uh, it was usually a Superboy headlining book, which it is today. Uh, the first story is called How Luthor Meant Superboy, written by Jerry Siegel, co-creator of, uh, co of Superman, art by Al Plastino. And we got a Kurt Swan cover. That's pretty sweet right on the front here. So Superboy is just Clark Kent living in smallville yeah at this point the continuity was that he got his powers at a younger age and he decided to fly around super uh smallville as a mini superman obviously that's not the continuity now but in that time it was like yeah you know we, we don't have anything to contradict that he was running around as superman when he was a teenager so let's just say he was yeah, he would be, right? Well, it, it became a big problem because this is how the Legion of Superheroes was formed because they were watching his super heroic adventures as a child and that inspired them. But then when, after Crisis, when they decided, well, that's fucking dumb, he wasn't Superman until he came to Metropolis. And he, well, how, how do you make the Legion of Superheroes work? So that threw that whole thing off. So who who picked this comic and why? I don't why? know. It was on the list for a long, long time. I think you probably picked it because it's a fairly famous comic because it is the first attempted origin. Doesn't sound like me. <laughs> it's, well, it was one of the first things on the list, and most of those first things on the list were, were coming from you. Um, but it is a fairly famous comic because it is the first attempt at an origin for uh, Luthor's hair loss and his animosity towards that Clark. might be why i picked it yeah, i figured maybe. like if it was me it would have been because i like i was looking for something about like the bible yeah well when we get to the aquaman story we'll see about that but yeah it may have been on some list yeah, yeah like i was like trying to come lists. up with something because like this is like it turns out it's like yeah this is the first the meeting between superman and lex Luthor, mm -hmm. and it's like it seems like it's the, like the basis for that smallville show I'm still really enjoying the fact that the bubble that Luther has made himself so, has a regular a ass door, door on it. Yeah, Luther is floating in space on the cover in a little sphere, but it's got just a wooden door on the side. Like so he can it, walk it, out this, into space. It, this story of Superboy and Lex Luthor, no one is like, like they're not. Neither of them are in a good light. No. Well, I mean, Superboy is fairly honorable. He tries well, to do yeah, right no, but he's like a doofus god. He he is a moron in this story. It's not and Lex Luthor is like the smartest dumb guy in the world. Yes. Luthor can't help fucking up and getting in his own way. Yeah. Like, um, they're, they're both yeah. like horrible menaces to like that town. Yeah. Yeah. Small, Smallville is suffering tremendously because of these two guys. Like the, the town would be a lot better off if neither of them were there. Yes. <laughs> Yes. They, they this comic have... does fuck up and gives him gives Lex brown hair, though. Yeah, he's supposed to be a ginger. Uh, so that's why if... yeah, to, to make you immediately hate him. You know, I don't know if uh, it was established that he was a ginger yet. That may have not been until it's retroactively established. They so well, Lex Luthor is also from Rack Smallville? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, at least in this continuity. I don't think that's the case. Uh, and in, in Smallville, continuity. the TV show. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I knew that. Well, like they, they had, grew, them, yeah, they had to be roommates or something. No, I don't think that's the case uh, in modern continuity. Lived though. together in an apartment. You know, we wondered uh, why 
uh, in a previous episode why kryptonite hurts Superman slash Superboy if he's from his planet. Well, the planet and, blew up. Well, the planet blew up. Yeah, Mike, Mike, you speculated at the time that it was because it amassed some radioactivity, the, the meteors did as they were on their way to Earth, which is kind of true. It was, it was because of the explosion that 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 uh irradiated is would that be the word i would use i think so irradiated the bits of krypton uh and that is why it's poisonous to uh superman when it comes to earth look at me being right it's kind of it's kind of rubbing salt in the wound though so his, his planet blows up it kills everyone and little yeah. pieces of his home planet that his family loves so much that should be a great memoir of this of this doomed planet that'll kill him too yeah that's terrible yeah, and yeah. Luther, his best friend, uses it to fuck with him. Yes, he does. So this story opens up with Superboy flying around Smallville, and he sees a young man, who will turn out to be Lex Luthor, uh, playing with a tractor, and he, decides, he says, I'd like to get acquainted to this strange curly-haired youth. Yeah, well, he thought he was cute. Yeah, you know, it is. there is definitely some coded language mm. in this in this book. It's strange. Mm, uh, I like so, fucking humans. <laughs> Superboy. That's how Superboy would think about it as... Oh, yeah. Well, who else is... He can't fuck Kryptonians. What's he going to do? Yeah, what's he going to do? He better get and, used to it. And he has a super lust. This is the least bestiality-like thing he can do, because at least humans look like Kryptonians. Right, but it's still <laughs> not. It's not. It's not, no. but he's got to fuck something. Yeah. No, no, you don't. He does! No, He's going to get backed up with superjism. Like, everyone, gonna, is everyone going to act like that is like 100% necessary? Are we going to pretend? They're like, oh, I got to fuck. No, you don't. He's going to get weird if he doesn't. Just take care of it like going to the bathroom. <laughs> take care of it yourself. No. Move on with your day. Man, it's, it's hard, uh, which is the problem. Uh, right. So, just get real quick. <laughs> discipline. Show the discipline to just crank it out. You, you will have more time in your day if the second it bothers you, you just take care of it and move on. Like, you ever, like, save a you ever lot hear of that advice where it's like you're supposed to jack off for a date? So that you don't make horny decisions. Yeah. So the so the tank is low. Yeah. It's right. Like, it's like I you don't go to, to the grocery store with a uh, with an appetite. I used to do that as like, do I still want to go on the date? Yeah. Exactly. That'll that'll give you that uh, post nut clarity. Yeah. Post nut clarity. I'll be like, do I even want to go to this thing? No. That's too late for you to cancel. Uh, <laughs> well, well. Uh, uh, he could also just could also just not show up. No, like, you just let him know you don't want to go anymore. Yeah, I took care of that. Don't worry about it. Thanks anyway. Yeah, thanks anyway. Uh, but then if you do go and you do end up having sex, then you got a half tank and you and you look like a chump. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, all right, all right. Panel two. <laughs> Superman lands to meet Lex, but then he sees that a kryptonite meteor has landed on the on small in Smallville as well, and it's poisoning him. That's kind of you know, that's, I guess that would make sense that the meteors keep striking. Uh, Smallville, because it like that's where he landed. Well, yeah, but but the Earth is spinning. That's true, but there it's maybe it's spinning uh, with the Earth, so like it's always going to be like near Smallville. Right. But there, when the planet exploded, it exploded in every direction. Or maybe the pieces of Krypton are attracted to Superman. Yeah, well, it's hard not to be. <laughs> I know, right? Look at, that, look at those abs. I guess we don't know how much kryptonite is following on other planets. That's yeah, true. It's probably maybe it permeates the universe. Maybe so every planet is getting hit with as much kryptonite as Earth is. So what if Superman's like out in space and he runs into some kryptonite and he loses his powers? Does he just instantly die in space from being yeah. in the vacuum of space? Well, I don't, I don't know if it would be instantly, but yeah, I mean, if he, uh, it's not a good place for Superman to be. 
Because, like, on Earth, he can, by. like, still live on Earth. Yeah. Like, he can still exist on the planet. Like, he's, he's just get away space, from it. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to expand or whatever. <laughs> yes, he blows up like a balloon until he yeah. pops. <laughs> I've read conflicting things about that. About yeah. like, the voice. I heard, like, it's just cold and without air yeah. in the vacuum of space, so you'll just freeze and suffocate. Well, I mean, there is no space. It's but I always thought a lot. But then I hear, like, you know, you think of, like, Total Recall, where they right. get sucked out into the, you know, atmospheric right. landscape, and they, like, expand and burst. Well, I mean, again, all that stuff is fake. There's no such thing as space. Like, there's just here, Might and then real. there's heaven. There's here, and then there's heaven. And, you know, the the, the government has a, a protective dome over us, and they project stars onto the dome to make us think space exists. That someone told you that they believe that don't like that that's that was pretty know. put together. Like someone know. said that to you once. I don't know. Anyway, so uh Lex Luthor he got, jumps on his tractor that he has access to and he pushes the kryptonite meteor into the lake and it plops away harmlessly. Yep, and then it poisons the lake. Yeah. And then uh, Superboy, it's a radioactive piece of rock. <laughs> Super, well, it's only radioactive to, to Superboy. Although I guess kryptonite is radioactive to humans just much less so yep and now it's in the water it's it's, it was already pretty polluted uh and then uh superboy and lex shake hands and superboy gives him a limp handshake looks bad Eh. and then superman Mm. superboy immediately loses respect for him yes and then uh super so lex says uh follow me into this barn if you like surprises Superman's like, boy, do I. So we see how naive Superboy is. He says, he thinks to himself, well, I wonder what he's going to show me. Well, it's not bad. I mean, they're both, they're boys of the same dude, age. You it's, never. And also it's like, it's not like he can be harmed in any way. Dude, you, that's fair enough, but he doesn't know that yet. He's 16 or whatever. And it's a he fucking can afford, He can afford to be naive because like yeah. nothing's going to happen to him. I'm sure you were even more naive at 16 doing crazy me, shit going into I, barns. I, I, you I knew you what was up. invulnerable. Uh, yeah, it's a fucking, the absolute last place to follow a stranger for surprises is a barn. A barn or an ice he's cream truck. He's another boy in a small town. He's no. probably so excited he's got a new friend to play with. Well, they go yeah. in and it finds out that, uh, no, 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 Luthor isn't looking to molest young Superboy, or maybe he is later, but right now, uh, it turns out that he's been hero-worshipping Superboy for years. Creepy. It was, it, no, it's not. Look, it's, look how normal he is about it. It's, it kind of does look like in, in the, the top right panel that he is dragging Superboy by the arm. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes. He, is, he has built a shrine to Superboy in a hidden barn. Yeah. I have seen so many like horror movies start like this. Yeah, this is bad. This is a lot of this Tom. This is really this, bad. This is I the think setting of a lot of Tom Waits songs. I think that this is just a version of Jim Carrey meeting Pantera. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. It's an ad. it's a it's a metaphor for that. It's an analogy. Uh, and we do see uh, amongst the collectibles that Luthor has, he has a girder bent by Superboy after fighting an escaped giant gorilla. Nice. So our first gorilla sighting of the episode, and Shay's over the moon. Woo! So, uh, yeah, Superboy. So it says, uh, "Golly, I'm really touched. Not yet, but soon." Uh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Lex says, yeah, I'm a, I'm a farm boy, but I'm going to be as famous as you because I'm going to be the world's greatest inventor because I'm a genius kid. And Superboy's right? like, what a stupid human. This is I don't dumb. even care. I'm smarter than you just as a boy, just because I'm a Kryptonian. It's incredible. So Superman, uh, by way of gratitude, I guess, he builds a, a, a space age lab for Lex. And then he uh, brings him some crazy chemicals and says, have a ball. Go for it. I don't care. 
You know, this just Why shows not? this just shows how Superboy wastes his powers. Yeah. He just built he just built this in a matter of seconds. You know what else he could have built? A uh, low income housing. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> like free housing for people. We have so much like wasted material. It's the Batman conundrum again. Yeah. 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 You guys could be doing so fucking more so much more. Yep, yep, yep. So I only uh, watched a little bit of the Flash movie, mm-hmm. but in the beginning uh, Batman touches the lasso of truth and says that, like yeah. he says that I would yeah. do, I would do more good if I just dealt yeah. with the issues of poverty yeah. than I would as Batman. I didn't need to see the rest of the movie after that. It's just like, all right, that's, that's well, good. That's what he believes. It's not necessarily true. It's what he, in his darkest moments, when he, when his self doubt is is welling up within him, that's what he thinks. So well, it's, he should do that. Isn't well, he does that too. But if he just gives it all away, you can. You also have to understand. All those employees will people, like lose their jobs. People think that every wealthy person just literally has a vault with billions of dollars in it. Most of that money is not accessible. Well, for Batman, it's tied up into which his, freaks the, me out. Yes, it's, it's tied up in his uh, vigilante antics. Yeah, fair. But if it wasn't tied up in vigilante antics, uh, it'd be tied up in lithium mining. Like, it's just, it's not something that he can just take out. He's got Wayne Enterprises employees who have families that he has to keep working. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I mean, some some people, Mike, enjoy their job. I like my job. Well, then there you go. But the people people making Wayne phones don't like their job. Yeah, we don't know probably. how we we don't know how they're treated. That might be a, a great working environment. They have bat suicide nuts so, along the sides of the <laughs> the, phone, yeah. the Wayne Enterprises. So I saw yesterday. I saw that some of the Marvel VFX people are looking to finally unionize, which they should have because they're Woo. yeah yeah good for them. Uh, and at the same time, today I woke up, and this was probably timed intentionally. I woke up and saw a story about uh, Seth Rogen and the director of the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie saying that they explicitly made a point of not overworking people who were working on the show and letting mm-hmm. them work from home and making sure that they had a good work life balance and everything like that. And I, I really felt like, oh, this is intentional. You 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 drop this story right now for a very explicit reason so cool. you know good yeah if, if the, all that's true that's great so go see that movie i guess uh i hear it's actually good i've actually heard that it's a really good ninja turtles movie it looks yeah. cool yeah so anyway uh so luthor is left alone to experiment with chemicals and everything like that and then uh luthor says he's got a secret recipe that's going to make him the most famous person on earth and then uh it turns out that superboy is kind of a creep too yeah, they're both creeps. <laughs> and he has it this, does seem that way. What is this? He has a weird panel. You can see this on the YouTube uh, where he gives a really weird look and he says, I could easily peek at your formula with my supervision. Ha ha. But I wouldn't do anything to uh, Snoop, you know. It's because yeah, of course it, and you then wink. It's like, what the? F- what? Now they're winking Why did at each you other. say this? Because he's yeah. like, I'm going to watch you pooping later. And Luther's <laughs> like, that's what I want you to do. <laughs> I could be looking at your dick right now. He's like, not only have I met the person I've idolized all this time, but now we're going to start dating. I've looked at all the president's dicks. We're going all to have a youthful romance. Yes. It Here does. in Kansas in the 1950s. It, it does. Like They keep doing these weird favors for each other. And that's what you do if you're young and you're sexually confused. You just yeah. do weird shit. Like, be kind to people. Who does you're that? Like, you're like, I want to do stuff for you. Because I want to do stuff for you too, Superboy. Because, oh boy. <laughs> too, too Look how con- cute they are. Too confused young you're men. You're creating quite a history here. <laughs> no. Mike and I both came to the same conclusion that these are two sexually confused young boys. Well, they're probably like, the, the, like Superboy has never met someone as smart as he is. 
you yeah. know, vice versa. And they're in this small ass town in Kansas where everyone's a moron and they <laughs> meet each other. Not only are they going to become best friends, but like there's no one else who they can date, really. Yeah, this is great for both of them. Like, if only they could, if it was a more progressive time, they could be more open about this. They could explore their sexuality. It wouldn't be so weird and confusing and maybe wouldn't have any of the problems for Luther. Can you imagine if these two would have joined forces from day one and legitimately been friends? And they're, like, both hyper-intelligent, so they're not going to let, like, trivial, like, small-town bigotries stop yeah. them the, the from appreciating one another in any way that they want. The only conflict would be which one of them is the president and which one is the vice president. Uh, Luther would be the president just because Superboy wouldn't care. Yeah, Superboy would want to be more on the ground. He'd, He'd be like, okay. Yeah, sure, be... I don't care. <laughs> yeah, be great. president, I'll fly around and do shit. Yeah, that's fine. <sighs> yeah, they're so like they like they belong together. Small town prejudices just ruin the earth. I know this would have solved everything for us, right? Because uh, it turns I bet out it was, I, I bet it was secretly Lana Lang. Yes, sabotage and shit. It turns out that teenage Lex Luthor has invented a, a life potion. Yeah, he like, figured out the he figured out that like uh, when you create life from nothing, the first thing it grows is fingers. Yes, so he yeah. he created uh, protoplasmic life, and it just is a lump with hands. Yeah. But it's alive. That's just like me. He created. Life. Yeah, I've had some years like that. I've had some. I've had some years where the depression got a little heavy, and I was just like a lump with hands sitting on the couch. Yeah. Like, well, at least I still got my hands. Yes. And even though and, I'm just a fucking lump. If I had a date later, I'd go jerk off with him right now. Uh-huh, but hey, at first I would, yeah, jack off just to see if I'm making a good decision. But I can't. <laughs> I'm just so tired. Womp, womp. Uh, that's really a sign that you're, it's getting a little too bad. You're too tired to jerk off. Oh, just like you don't care about anything. Like any yeah. of your interests are just like by the wayside. It's like, okay, yeah. do I really not give a shit anymore or am I like just depressed? Yeah, yeah. You remember being interested in things? That was cool, right? Remember when you were younger, you were interested in things? Actually, yeah, that's a product of uh, getting older. Yeah. Just like, yeah, yeah the, the, the desire to- If you're to... feeling depressed, talk to someone. No, if you're feeling depressed, go outside Let people know. You, you can do both of these things. Once Never again, admit your weakness to anyone ever. Once again, I am the reasonable middle in the three of us. I don't no. think it's wrong to let someone know you're feeling this no. way. I didn't say you have to go to therapy. Well, you, you're you gotta think you're Why are you burdening people? People's lives the, are hard enough. Because because you relate to because someone else hears it and they go, oh, I didn't realize I wasn't the only one who felt that way. And there's a commiseration and you join together as a society and a people and you feel better. Some people like being led into other people's lives. But you can also go lift. Both of those things are good. Do them both. Just, just do the lifting part. No, do them both. Do them both. You'll feel better. But make sure, if you're going to share, make sure you share with the right people. Like, don't share with some fucking bully or something. Go touch grass with a friend. Mm. Hey, you know, yeah, you all right, I'll do that. I usually feel a lot better when I touch grass with a friend. You can do, a, like, a Nightmare on Elm Street 2, where it's just two dudes doing push-ups together in half shirts. I agree. That's the yeah, best way to go. Yeah, do that, and then you have a little bit of talk session, maybe you hug it out. No, I've been talking, right, right. I've been saying we got to bring back the half shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah I make sure to, I cut the sleeves off of most of my shirts. No, 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 not that part of the half. That's what I do. Show that belly. I'll do that too. All four of them, Mike. Eventually, like the shirts, though they like shrink in the wash to the point where it's like just gonna start showing my belly regardless. Yeah. Well, no, that's called your belly's getting bigger because your your metabolism is slowing down because you. Hell old. no. All right. Hell no. 
<laughs> so anyway, Lex Luthor has created this uh, blob man, uh, and he doesn't really uh, spend a lot of time thinking about the ethical ramifications of creating life. He just lets it do its thing too. Yeah. It's like yeah. it, like you could see it like filling up a like another room. He's a libertarian. It, they don't explain if it has any sort of nervous system or yeah. brain or. It's alive though. It's alive. <laughs> what what constitutes alive. as life? Luther. Oh, we're not having that conversation. It looks more like he just did the high school volcano experiment and just said, I've created life. Well, it's got Yeah, fingers. and just put like gloves over it so that the the foam filled them yeah. up. And then yeah. he goes goes to the science fair and they're like, so you did the volcano experiment. He goes, no, I've created life. Look, it's got hands. First prize, please. So, like, uh, well, this is Smallville, Kansas, so... <laughs> This is the first prize, unfortunately. Lex Luthor decides he's going to use this to create a, a, a kryptonite antidote to uh, protect his best friend Superboy from kryptonite. Okay. And he gets well, to work. How, how does he figure that's going to work? Well, he's going to figure out an antidote. What do you mean? He figures he's out just an like, I'm going to combine these two things and it'll work. Yeah, it's not clear how he comes up with it, but he's going to cover an antidote and then he's going to get an excuse to put it right in Superboy's butt. Like yeah, a and, syringe. One, and one part of the recipe requires him to weld. Yes. So he pulls he, he pulls the kryptonite meteor out of the lake and gets a sliver of it. But yeah, at some point he also needs to he he's building a claw arm for his tractor so that he can pull the kryptonite out of the lake. Oh, I see. That's what he's doing. Okay. Yeah. So okay. he pulls it out. I mean, you know, he could he's gonna have a good life for himself if he's got a welding degree and everything. Already he's he's already won. He, he has no suck. certificates. Yeah. Skip he college. Could, I, yeah, but like he already knows how to do it, so all he needs to do is just take the, the certification, pretty much. Which state is it where you can take the bar like that? You don't have to go to law school. You can just take the bar. Oh, I don't know. I Not don't this know. one, because I'll probably like have done a, it. Sounds like an Alabama thing. Ask me. <laughs> sounds like a freedom thing. I think it's in <laughs> Catch Me If You Can. I oh, think yeah? that's that's what that's a hell yeah. Catch Me If You Can recently. Dude, that's a boss move. I guess we like that You're movie. just like, I'm representing myself, Your Honor. They're like, well, I advise against that. He goes, I think I got it taken care of. I'll be talking for myself today. Uh, all right. So Lex Luthor gets to work on this. He chivers, he slivers, he chisels off some slivers of kryptonite. There you go. From the meteor. Uh, and then he throws the meteor back in the lake. Uh, and then he, uh, he figures out an antidote. And meanwhile, his sentient life form in the background is begging for a father. Well, no, it's just, yeah, it's just kind of there. And then he's so excited that he made his cure that he swung his arm dramatically, knocking over a beaker. Yeah. which caused a chemical fire. Right, so he's got a fire. So this is the stupid thing he does, number one. This is the first yeah. fuck up of the, of the comic. Well, no, the first thing was like having feelings for a friend because right. he would have gotten in this situation if he didn't feel the need to cure him of its kryptonite poisoning. Right, so you want them to have a, a loving friendship that's eventually going to save the world, but without ever talking or engaging each other emotionally. Just look at the burden it had on, its, on his life. He was doing fine before Superboy showed up. Well, no, he probably had bad parents. I mean, this is not, as we're going to see, the, the heel turn he's about to take is, is not a, a realistic uh, emotional swing here. Do you remember that one Superboy, a Superman comic we did where Luther cured all no. the diseases in the world and yes. his hair grew back and he looked terrible? Yes. Maybe this, is go, like, like, this comic is like the reverse of that. You looked powerful bald, Lex. Just leave yeah. it. It looks like a great look for you. Like during the chemical fire, Superboy hears him screaming for help. So he flies down and mm -hmm. he uses his super breath to blow out the fire, but by doing so, he knocks over a vial of acid that lands on well, Lex Luthor. Luthor claims that Superboy did it. We never actually see it. We just see Luthor with his hair falling out and saying, you asshole, you blew over a vial of acid and burned my hair off. 
Right, we don't see any burns. Well, actually, it says the gas fumes made his hair fall yeah, out. Yeah, the fumes made his hair fall right. out. Yeah, but he sure. looks better now. Well, not as like a 16-year-old. Like, he'll grow into it for sure. He's gonna I mean, I knew a lot years. of 16-year-olds that like would like cut their hair that short. That's not cut short, though. That's not a crop. That's bald. That's well, they would, not like, bald. You know, no. sporty, sporty types that did that. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of them. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, Luthor thinks this was all done deliberately. Shay, you look like you're burning up with a question. Or a no, it, it was a tangent. Oh, yeah? Can it be a... What, what do you got? What do you got? What's your tangent? I was going to bring up about the Lex Luthor and Harley thing I mentioned to you earlier oh. about wrestling because I thought Mike might know more about it. Lex Luthor and Harley are not wrestlers. In, That's your in, question. You're th- are you thinking of Lex Luger? Because I get them confused a lot myself, too. No, so Mike, I was going to ask you could, if you could fill me in on what happened when Vince McMahon's quads blew out. So there was a match called a Royal Rumble where there's 30 wrestlers are called. There's like a timer, and when the timer's up, another wrestler goes to the ring, and the only way to win that match is by throwing a guy off the top rope and both their feet have to land on the ground for them to be eliminated from the Royal Rumble. And they had this thing scripted, so at the end, one guy would win, but they fucked up the move, and they both went over the top rope at the same time, and both both their feet landed on the ground at the same time. So that ruined the ending they had planned. So Vince yeah. McMahon, like Vince McMahon, the actual guy, like comes down to the ring to yell at everybody, Right to figure out what they're gonna do. So he like, but the act of him getting in the ring, both his quads blow out, and he's just <laughs> sitting there with his finger pointing at these guys. You dumb son of a bitch! You're like, you fucking ass! Like he's just he's just like screaming at people with his legs gone. All right, well that's all very funny. The reason Shay asks is, is is apparently at some point uh, in the new season of Harley Quinn, Lex Luthor, who is not Lex Luger. Uh, apparently he he hurt himself. He blew out his quads or something like his, that. As his well. calves. His in calves. the trailer, they show him so, like working out his calves, yeah. and they blow up. So, so I was like, maybe yeah. she is it's speculating a that that may have been a reference to that. But I guess maybe you know, maybe maybe like anyway. the wrestling fans and the comic book people and the cartoon people. There's like such a mix. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Venn diagram that definitely overlaps. Yeah, big mm-hmm. circle. Okay. Anyway, so Lex Luthor, uh, who I'm gonna keep calling Lex Luger now because it's in my brain. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Every time uh, you say Lex. Lex Luger, I think of Lex Luger with Hulk Hogan on his shoulders and he's just torture racking. <laughs> you know? So Luthor, uh, he thinks that Superboy did this intentionally. Again, as I said, this is not a reasonable uh, turn that he's taken. Like, this is the product of a lot of real deep-seated insecurities yeah, this, that he has. This flip is uh, mentally unstable. It yeah. is how I get. This is how I get. Yes. Everything's perfectly oh, fine and then, I, and then I feel betrayed. Yeah, <laughs> and then like my rage just goes through the roof. How dare you, sir? Yeah, yeah. How dare I have a lot of how dare you in me? Somebody gives you a stick of gum. Oh, yeah, man. I'll find a slight. Yeah, how dare you, spearmint? <laughs> right, I'm a man, Karen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're a delicate, emotional man. <laughs> exactly the kind of person who I guess shouldn't be talking to a professional. Uh, so right now. Absolutely so uh, not. they just want the, my money in the midst of this. Yeah, they make a lot of money. They do really, really well for sure. They do not. Uh, so in the midst of all this, Luthor sees that he's got a little bit of protoplasm left. So he's like, you know what, Superboy? It's fine. It's fine. I'm going to flip the script right on back. You get out of here. I got to go destroy my shrine to you that I made. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. does it. 
Yeah, wouldn't Superboy hear him doing that where he's just like, you know what? I'm sorry I yelled at you. Uh, go on about your business. I'll try to find another cure. And But really he's thinking like, all right, fuck this guy. And then he starts trashing his room. Yeah. Superboy would hear that. Wait, wait hold he, on. You'd be like, yeah. you know, like... He's well, be he like, already said he wouldn't spy on him. Yeah, yeah but he, he's not spying on him when he when he called when Lex called him out for help. He just heard him, and then he came because he helped called him. out to him. Right, but if he's not if he's if he's not snooping, then he's not going right. to hear him calling out for help either. How does he know the difference snooping. between just just him yelling about normal stuff and yelling out for help? Like, because how would he know? Because he's Superboy and he's right, but like those he, he set his hearing to only pick up yes. the audible sounds of Lex Luthor crying this isn't for his help. First day, he's been doing it for a little while. That's too much. Yeah, that's too, no. You're not gonna. You can't hone in on that. What the fuck? He's he's a Kryptonian. Like in order to hone in on that, you have to know the difference between calling for help. Do you. Yeah. And snooping, but that would mean you have to listen to snooping to know no. what that is. You you recognize people's inflections, you also smell smoke, you, that you mean, hear if you're recognizing it, rates. that means you're listening. Do you remember the the next generation episode where Picard has to wear Jordy's visor and he says, Oh, there's so much information, so much stimuli, how do you make sense of it? And Jordy says, Well, how do you know who to listen to when you're having a conversation in a crowded room? You just figure it out, you get used to it. He gets all used right. to it. I, I, all right, that's. I just uh, use Star Trek to. to that, make a I know, but Superboy. that that's that's different. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Agree to disagree. Like so, in order to not listen, he <laughs> has to be listening. All right, you're right. You're 100 percent right. I'll say anything to move it along. No, we are a fourth of the way through this book. It's fine, Shay. It's fine. Uh, so Luthor uh, grabs his last little bit of protoplasm. And uh, he he has somehow turned this into a kryptonite antidote. We don't know how that works, but he's figured it out. And he tells Superboy, come on by. I'm going to show you that the antidote works. Superboy shows up uh, to do it, and he's brought a space globe so that Luthor can come out to space with him and watch him interact with kryptonite meteors. Yeah, Luthor's uh, plan doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> this is baffling. So we'll take this one step at a time. It's But there's several stupid steps in here. First of all, why do they need to test this out in space? Right. If it worked, though, that means Luther would be stranded in space. Yeah, yeah. If his, if if the the we'll see. It's only a temporary immunity. If that temporary immunity wore off, or or if it didn't work at all, Luther is now stranded in outer space. Yeah. Why are they there? Why are they there? Especially because they know they have a meteor in Smallville. They could pull out of the water to test this with. It's like what they do is. They go into space, and he's like, see, I've cured you of kryptonite. And he's like, wow, thanks, Luther. And they come back to Earth, and he goes, ha-ha, not really. (laughs) Well, first of all, I do want to back up on this, because there's two panels while they're out in space in the kryptonite kryptonite meteor uh, shower, which is bizarre. There's quite a bit of it right there. Um, But in the meteor shower, Crypto the dog shows up for two panels. Yeah, and the dog talks. He Well, he thinks to himself in English, which is weird. Pretty, well, maybe it's Kryptonian. Uh, yeah, it's exactly the same. Uh, but he shows up. He says, oh, yeah, there's Superboy. Oh, but I'm not invulnerable to Kryptonite. It seems like maybe he is, but I'm not, so I'm just going to leave. And then he just leaves. So, and L- Luther notes that uh, Superman doesn't notice that Crypto the dog yeah. is afraid of the Kryptonite. But uh, it's good because, like, uh, why doesn't he hear the dog, right? Why wouldn't he right. hear the dog flying? But there's no sound in space. I'm going to guess that this is so out of nowhere that like 
somebody mandated that you need to throw crypto in there. He's very popular. And they just wedge these two panels in. Yeah, I, it is it very out of nowhere. It's really weird. You'd think Superboy would be like, hey, Lex, thanks for curing me of the kryptonite poisoning. I'm going to go test it in space. FYI, though, I'm not going to bring you with me because if it turns out it doesn't work, you're stranded in space. That's true. Yeah, he has a lot of faith in Lex. Uh, but also, Lex should have just timed it so that the antidote would wear off while he was in space and then he would just die in space but then lex would die in space but lex wouldn't go the plan would be like he he's showing superboy that he's immune to kryptonite and then he would never bring it up again and then he superboy will just die because he got too close to kryptonite right but he doesn't let it happen he He just tells him right away that like you got a taste of it now you'll never have it again yeah, he tells him it's temporary, a temporary antidote, it's going to wear off, and you'll be right back where you started, and he just completely shoots his own plan in the foot. Yeah, or, or what he could have did was, like, he could have started selling him the, the kryptonite antidote. Yeah, at a, at a right? very high price point. Like, Superboy has to smoke it, So <laughs> becomes now, a kryptonite head. He didn't have to, but Lex told him he had to. You Lex know, that gets him been, addicted to fucking space crack. That would be... A great twist, maybe not for Superman, but for another character, is that the, the, the superhero's weakness is cured by his villain. And he's been paying off his villain all of these years to keep getting a supply of the antidote. And it's made the villain a billionaire. Right. And that's why he hasn't like taken him to prison for his supervillain crimes. Oh, yeah. That's he's protected. A, that's a rich story. Guys, guys, instead of crystal meth, it's crypto meth. There you go. Oh, <laughs> all right. I mean, that's gonna be the name of my crypto that's your crypto coin yeah that's the dark size couch crypto coin yeah mm-hmm. it's gonna have crypto the dog on it yeah, yeah you you know you can make crypto for anything by the way i've had seen podcasts make their own cryptocurrency they're worth like a billionth of a penny but i always thought of crypto uh, cri- uh, cryptocurrency as a scam like a pyramid scheme mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like someone explained to me recently that like if you try to go to a bank and you're a millionaire and you tell them you want to d- withdraw a million dollars they wouldn't be able to give you that money because the bank doesn't have access to the physical currency and much like a billionaire does not have that money right the money doesn't exist like it's just numbers in a computer yeah so when they explained it to me said so so what how is that different from crypto yeah well, the, the the counterpoint that everybody always makes is that well, it's backed by the federal government. The right. dollar is backed by the federal government. I go like, yeah, until they don't feel like it. Yeah, until like something like, happens and they they lose their power. Like, what yeah, the fuck? it's such a weird thing. Like, I'm not saying that everything should be crypto. I'm just saying like fundamentally, what's the difference here? They should teach an economics class in high school, and the first day, the teacher should should tell them like, FY, just so you know right away, there is no 100 percent way to protect your value. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like any wealth you accumulate in life is not guaranteed. That is absolutely true. That is that is really actually sound and astute financial advice, Mike. That's how I live my life. Well, I'm not saying you should live your life that way, but that is a true thing to be aware of. You still should put it somewhere safe. You still still should invest it in safe, uh, smart uh, uh, investments. But well, even yeah, even not that's not anything. yeah, that's not 100. Like none of that is guaranteed. Like companies fold. It's not it's not guaranteed, but you can look at you can well if you invest and invest in like a mutual fund that is actually uh, or index funds that are small shares from multiple different uh, companies that have proven to be successful over the course of decades, then you're probably going to be okay unless all those companies go out of business, which if that happens, your dollar is worth nothing anyway, because it's the end times. That's my thought is just because like currencies are devalued all the time. Like yeah. hyperinflation like ruins economies. So right. My, so what I'm saying is like no matter where you are, 
what you've worked for and what you saved could be gone tomorrow for any reason. It, it could be, and you should be aware of that, but it doesn't mean it's going to be, and the odds of it happening between now and when you die are fairly I'm unlikely. sure everybody thinks that until it happens. But it still hasn't happened. <laughs> All happens. of the generations. It, yeah, it happens in a lot of countries. Yes, but it, ha it hasn't happened to anyone living in this country in the last couple hundred years. I mean, people obviously have lost their money, but like the idea of just the entire country's infrastructure collapsing to the point where the money isn't worth anything has that not yet happened. It's probably no, no, not, not going to happen maybe, in the next couple maybe decades. Maybe not necessarily the United States, but maybe we're overdue. Of maybe because it happens to everybody else. It absolutely could happen, and it will happen. But people have been saying it's right around the corner for like a hundred years now. Well, maybe it's you know, hundred years is like gotta it's gotta happen yeah. sooner or later. All right, we're we're moving on to this. All right, all right. Make sure to donate to autism research for James's yeah. run in the Chicago. Get it in Marathon. now. Get it in now because they can't take that research back once it's you might in as there. Well, you might as well like take the money that could be worthless tomorrow and donate yeah. it to something where we can do some good before yeah. society collapses. That's going to be good. That's going to go to a good cause. It helped people. Uh, that's that's where your money should be going. Yeah, and pretty soon, like, our currency may just be social media clout. And, yeah. like, if you donate to a charity for a lot of money, you can always be like, well, I, did the, I donated to charity that one time all that money. I'm a good guy. That's going to give you five likes. And that's right the there. money. That's going to be the Facebook money. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to be enforcing it. <laughs> yeah with our batons <laughs> yes it's a good cause all right so uh luthor is still furious with superboy uh, and to prove his worth to the city he goes to the mayor of smallville says hey i've created this uh weather tower that'll collect energy basically a solar panel so that we can continue to have crops and such during the winter and the mayor says yeah sure whatever and the we'll mayor spend is billions is of dollars is played by richard nixon <laughs> yes this is how we got oh, to start. Oh, he does look like Richard Nixon. It was 1960, so... Oh, okay. Little it could have been. <laughs> We're <laughs> glad you're away, Lex. Kissinger's hidden behind him somewhere. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> Kissinger like, goes to Luther, goes, make it to death, Ray. Well, you know, yes. Make, you, well, no, his, his voice is much lower. Make, make it to death, Ray. Make it to death, well, Ray. <laughs> Nixon you got to get it down. Nixon did start the EPA. So he, he was very yeah. invested in He this. wanted to create a universal... And Trump donated a bunch of, or like allocated a bunch of money towards autism research mm -hmm. and support. Yeah, because he's a good uh, man. Nixon wanted to create universal child care. Yeah. To eliminate... Uh, yeah. We he was it. also a huge racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's called but, people but, are complicated. But when he uh, when he suggested that the, the U.S. government create a universal uh, child care program, he was labeled a communist. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Funny. Funny stuff. All right. We, we, we got a lot of ground to cover here. So they go ahead and they, they spend what well, must be millions of dollars to erect this uh, weather tower. And uh, for a moment there, it's working great. It's collecting energy. They're able to grow crops year-round, which actually seems like it would kind of fuck up their ecology a little bit, but okay. Yeah. Uh, but then one day... Uh, everybody starts passing out from heat exhaustion because it turns out the weather tower has uh, malfunctioned and now it's turned into a heat ray that's just going to burn the entire town to a crisp. Well, it turns yeah. out it, it just like worked too well. You just had to like, turn it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just turn it down. There's a And knob. instead of looking at fixing it or anything, uh, Superboy just froze it and right. broke it. Well, yeah, he like, a boy. You know how you fix it, though, is you throw a black sheet over it. Yes. For like a couple that heat. of days. Well, unless, unless the heat, unless the sheet catches on fire well no just throw a big old sheet on it and there a bigger sheet on top of that yeah just keep yeah, getting bigger and bigger sheets yeah uh, you know hey hey i'm coming up with solutions here some kind of, you're luthering this this situation for sure you just leave it on for a couple of days take it back off so it warms back up it's like yes. your heater 
So we have a thermostat yeah, on it. Because Mike lives in 1957, where these are the kind of problems that need to be solved. One day. <laughs> yeah, one day about 70 years ago. Like when, uh, like when the world falls apart, I'm going to time travel back to a better time, a quieter and slower good time. time. I do have this on the board that I've been waiting to use for a long time, and here's uh, about as good of a time as I'm going to get. You need to listen to Alex Jones. <laughs> it's not really appropriate, but you've been saying that. <laughs> so anyway, all right. <laughs> so <laughs> That's real, Mike. That is real. There's I know, it's actually. I forgot about it. I forgot that Mike Judd was on. Uh, <laughs> he endorsed Alex was, Jones. was on Alex Jones. Well, Alex Jones was right about a bunch of shit. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. Anyway. It was. Anyway, anyway. It really does depend on when he endorsed. Yeah. Why did I do that? Why did I do that? All right, anyway. So Luthor is walking around town all hangdog because he's a pariah and everybody hates him. So he says, well, I'll win everybody back by creating some miracle seeds that will grow overnight. Right? Yeah. And he does this too. Once again, he just needed to turn it down a little yep. bit. And no. It would have been a miracle. <laughs> he goes around town trying to give people these seeds, and they go, "I don't know, kid. You did fuck up the town, almost kill all of us." Like, <laughs> yeah, he's our like, crops. Nah, this, <laughs> this time we're gonna be good, bro. Trees. He goes, "Yeah, but we're a farm community. Why the hell would we yeah, want our our crops are ruined for years? We're not gonna be able to pay our mortgages. Trying to deal with yeah. roots is kind of a problem for farming. It's almost like the writers weren't farmers." Or computer scientists. So everybody agrees eventually to plant these trees, and sure enough, they grow overnight, and they become a problem, as everything else Luthor does seems to become. Like, they and, uh, uh, they just grow really, really big, but uh, when I first looked at the panel, I thought the trees came to life and attacked, this, like, attacked a town. No, we've seen that, too. Like, we saw the trees that peed on Supergirl on another planet. We saw oh, that. Oh, yeah, the milking trees. Yeah, the milking trees. But no, that's the not what's happening shower. Yeah, the, golden the golden shower. The golden shower trees. The golden nectar trees. Yeah. Uh, so Would that's not what happens suck here. off. Superboy puts out all the fires, destroys all the trees, and now the t town is really sore on Luthor. It's They're Luthor like, hey, thing. Luthor, both those ideas were actually really good, and, and they did work. It's just we have to fine-tune it a little, turns out. Well, but we're you're a genius. We're country bumpkins, so if it didn't work the first time around, we're, we're giving up on it. That guy's an idiot. Yeah, isn't that weird, though? Like, his shit works. He's, like, 16. Like, he's gonna fuck it up. Why did you give him the money to do this? Like, you'd imagine, like, the CIA... Because he looks 47 now. Yeah. Like, yeah. you'd imagine the CIA would have came and got this guy. Yeah. Like, they'd have been like, so, you're working for us now. So now, yeah. So now Lex Luthor uh, lures Superboy to his secret lab, but it's really just to expose him to kryptonite. Yep, because that because but it would this plan would have worked a lot better if he had Superboy think that he was still immune to kryptonite. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, that would have worked. But no, no, uh, Superboy is well aware of the fact that he's not immune to kryptonite. In fact, Luthor, in order to torture him, holds the last little bit of kryptonite antidote that he has above Superboy to taunt him as he dies. Yeah, you know, and but Superboy just sucks in the bottle. Yeah, because he's got amazing oral vacuum skills. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and apparently decides really he's just going to swallow whatever that little bit of uh, yeah, antidote is. is, as well as a bunch of glass. Why not? He can digest it just fine. You think after Luther saw how hard Superboy can suck that he's now regretting Dude, his decision to take I his was, hair loss? I was putting that together, too. I was putting that together. Luther, I'll show you how hard I can suck, and I'll drink anything that comes out of it. Sure. <laughs> and Luther's like, your, shit. Your magic also, we formula. know in real life that Luther would have spent the first year of his research figuring out how to make himself not bald. You know, mm. all, it, that just shows that there's no cure for that. Like, you know, uh, you, I'd say like Luther would spend the first year of their relationship trying to uh, give himself the ability to fuck Superboy so hard right. that he feels it. 
uh, he could have just, you know, put whatever he put in those seeds onto his scalp. Oh, yeah, growing, right? You know, like a Chia pet. Because he probably didn't destroy the follicles. La, 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 Luther. Anyway, so uh, Superboy gets the antidote. He saves himself. And uh, he flies away and lets Luthor continue being a psychopath. A little teary, just like, I still love you. Yeah, they still love each other. There's still no one else. And that's why there's still so much tension between them all these years later. Yeah. And that's the end of that story. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Uh, so moving on, our middle story. There are only three stories in this book. Thank God. That mm-hmm. giant-sized Batman really pushed some buttons. Uh, <laughs> this is called The Son of Congorilla, written by Robert Bernstein, uh, art by Howard Sherman. You, you can, this is uh, The Son of Congorilla, but you can call me confused Gorilla. <laughs> yeah, it so, took me three pages into this comic to figure out what was happening. Well, it doesn't help that the little splash image at the top uh, is not what happens in the story. Mm-mm. So... So I guess to explain a Congorilla to people, uh, Congo Bill is a dude who likes to explore the Congo. God, that's uh, an awesome name. And is a, is a human. <laughs> he is a human. And one day he had like a witch doctor friend who died and gave him a special pair of magic rings. Uh, he put the other ring on the, uh, a gold, what is it? A, a golden gorilla? Yeah, a golden gorilla. And then whenever Congo Bill rubs uh, the ring, he, his brain swaps places with the golden gorilla's brain. Because so like, uh, we keep calling him a gorilla, mm-hmm. but he's a Bigfoot. He's like a Yeti. <laughs> he's clearly a man in a costume. Like, like he's a, not... like like the the guys who drew this clearly did they, they didn't did they even look at what a gorilla looks like? He's also just... got yeah, it's a Yeti. Yeah, it's like a Yeti. He's also got abs. They gave him abs. They gave him like he's got a human like frame. Yeah, he's got a he's wearing a skin tight gorilla esque costume. Like it's got human legs and feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they like the gorilla doesn't even have the little toe on their foot. Uh, so this was at the height of ape fever over at DC, and sometime around here, DC editorial would decree that you can only have one primate cover per month. So maybe that's. Uh, maybe they'd already shot their primate load for the month, and that's why this isn't on the cover. Because I kind of would think that this would—you'd want to put Superboy and the gorilla on the cover. Well, it's a maybe it's a con gorilla, like yeah. it's not the same thing. Well, still, any sort of primates were were they were going huge on uh on uh DC covers back in the day. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, how often do you see the second or third stories on the cover? Um, almost never. I I would bump this up to the headlining story, honestly. Yeah, son of con gorilla, sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, but it is worth noting that we do have an ape alert. And he so. is an ape because he doesn't have a tail. So mm-hmm. that's an ape, that's what we've learned. Mm-hmm. And they, um, uh, they, with class, they make sure to shadow in his penis so we yeah. don't see it. Yeah, that's good. But you know it's there. That. You know it's, oh, it's there all right. Because he's um, got the body Yeah, they're of giving a, of him the man. Bruce Wang treatment. You can also see that it can't be that big because we can see the shadow. Gorillas have the smallest penises in that's, the ape kingdom. That's why they're so angry. That's why they're so it's angry. Because they have the least promiscuity. Oh. Yeah, like when males have to compete with one another, the ones with the bigger genitals will win out because it has so much competition. When you're a gorilla, you don't have any. Sounds like the presidential election, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so at the top of the story, we see that uh, the son of Congorilla, who is a white ape, I don't know why he's a white ape. He's the son of a of a golden ape, but okay. Uh, it's so that you can tell the difference. Okay, sure. In the comic, and he's, he's dri- albino. 
And he's, yeah, and he's driving a Jeep and he's saying, poor old Congorilla doesn't understand that uh, me, Congo Bill, my brain is now in his son, which does happen in the story, but at no point is he driving a Jeep and, and confusing uh, the gorilla, the golden gorilla. No. It doesn't happen. Anyway. This comic book expected us to know who Congo Bill is. 100%. What his relationship with the Congorilla yes. is. Yeah. Yeah. Does um, say golden gorilla, then that is not a gorilla. That is a guy in a Sasquatch costume. Yeah, in a Harry and the Hendersons costume, sure. It looks like he has like his hair braided. Yeah, he does look like he has a little pony knob going on. You know, he's got like those braids. Yeah. Yeah. He he's got a movie pitch at Universal later. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's a hip looking guy in 1987. Uh, please braid out the little mats of feces in my fur, please. <laughs> I find them quite embarrassing. Uh, so in this story, we've got, uh, uh some people, some white people, and they're mm-hmm. shooting at the golden gorilla. And, uh, there in the background, we see that Congo Bill shows up with this hot young jungle boy toy, Janu. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, another problematic relationship with a young adolescent boy. Yeah. Janu wears like speedos. Yeah. He's not wearing like animal furs or like just normal clothing. He's wearing like right. cute little pool boy speedos. I'm gonna guarantee that uh, when he first met Congo Bill, he wasn't wearing those speedos. No, he's like, you have to wear these though. He goes, for that rate, I'll wear whatever you want. <laughs> he Billy Ray Cyrus them. Yeah, he'll be, you'll be wearing Cyrus this weird costume. Off, he didn't offer them any money. <laughs> no, it's just at an least, adventure. At least Congo Bill is like compensating this guy. <laughs> I'm gonna pay you in a good time. Uh, so they say I'm like, Billy hey, Ray, I ain't giving you shit <laughs> except this STD. So they drive he slaps him with his dick. Remember what I was <laughs> yeah. saying about this impenetrable podcast. You go listen to the Billy Ray. Everybody episode. listened to that one. They did. They, they, they did. One. We know we're like, they know what we're talking about. That one banged for sure. So, uh, they drive off the golden gorilla, he climbs up a tree and, uh, they're like, uh, yeah, you know, he, he attacked us. We're white famous movie stars and, uh, we're in the jungle and we own everything. And so, uh, this, this golden gorilla, we feel he attacked us. So we drove him off. So the, they're movie stars. It's They're movie Hollywood stars. stars. All right, Hollywood so stars. I thought they were like movie producers, and they were well, trying to film in this location. But right, they had to get the favor of the local tribe the in order Nambus. to film there. Yeah, but for some reason, like son of Congorilla is just changed up, chained up, playing with balls on on the property. Right. So what happened is, and they are act well. They're Hollywood stars, but yeah, they they want to produce a film, and yeah. The reason that they're kind of struggling here is that as a pet, they have abducted the son of Congorilla, the white ape, this white gorilla, and they've kept him locked up playing with balls. And uh, Congo Bill tells them, well, this is going to be a problem. Like, you, you probably shouldn't be doing this. And they say, hey, fuck you, buddy. And your yeah, hot Congo, little boy. Congo Bill, though, doesn't look like his name is Congo Bill. No, no. Uh, I don't he know. looks like Tony Stark. It looks like his name is Llewellyn. Do you think like during the interview process when he's interviewing for assistance, he goes, and now take off your shirt, please. And then mm-hmm. uh, his Lewis. his current psychic did. And he was like, Yoza, you get the job. Boring. He's, got, he's got a casting couch in the Congo. He's just like, God damn, do you work out? You clean, must <laughs> he's be got clean. a casting tree. How many yeah. pools you clean in a day, boy? <laughs> So, uh, Congo Bill's explained that, listen, you're not going to get the approval of the Nambus. Uh, they're very superstitious. They've got this, this God that they're fearful of this witch God. And so they burn images of him and, you know, white gorilla is bad luck. So having this white gorilla around, they're, they're not going to, they're not going to let you film here. 
Do you think the origin of the witch god in there was just that there was a real shitty lady who lived in the neighborhood? Yeah. And they like and over time she That's became That's how a lot of witch stories start. Right, like over over time it's just she's become like a a deified character that they're terrified of. Yeah. That makes sense. That's fair enough. Yeah, so Congo Bill explains to them like this isn't going to work out for you and they're like yeah, as long as he keeps playing with these rubber balls he'll be totally fine. So here, uh, Congo Bill uh, goes up to what's clearly a man in a Sasquatch costume. Yes, the golden and gorilla. And he uh, chloroforms him. Yes, he chloroforms uh-huh. him in order to take the ring off of him. Because yeah, apparently he's married to the Congorilla. Because yes. he, well, he wants to marry Congorilla's... He, he wants to marry the gorilla's son. And he wants so a younger model. He wants, yeah. Yes, he got a old. A gold gorilla and a white man make an albino gorilla. Yeah, he mm, shat out so that, that that Sasquatch. So uh, he steals the ring off and he, and he puts the ring in the white gorilla, on the white gorilla's arm. And then he puts himself in some netting because he's going to switch brains with the white gorilla. And he wants to be uh, securely... Uh, kept up there and so you know jenu is going to keep an eye on him in, an, in this netting right you know if if he does this a lot with the congorilla the congorilla must know what's up because he's going to be living in congo bill's body well and it's also you know he's wearing a shiny ring like the gorilla is gonna gonna rub that ring at some point like, yeah he's gonna, he's gonna wonder yeah. what this is yeah none of this makes sense none of this makes any kind of sense at all like, so, it, like the chloroform doesn't work <laughs> Like, let alone a, on a on a gorilla. It would probably take a lot. Well, it clearly is a man in a suit, and that's why As soon as he started to sneak up to a gorilla, that gorilla's going to, like, turn around and snap him in half. Yes. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it, this does work. For whatever reason, it does work. And so uh, we see that uh, the white uh, gorilla that's now in the net is, like, throwing balls and things at uh, Well, it's, Nan- the, it's son of Kong Gorilla in the body of Congo Bill in a yeah. net. And he's now whipping shit at people. Yes, because he just likes to whip shit at people as we point. And while Congo Bill is inside the body of the son of Congorilla, mm-hmm. he's whipping shit at people. So yeah, now so now Congo Bill is in the in the body of son of Congorilla and uh he decides that he, you know he's chained up and he decides that he's going to try and scare off the movie stars uh by di- uh being disobedient as a gorilla and just throwing things um throwing uh cantaloupes and and, and coconuts and things that he sees or he could just fling his own poop at him which he never does i bet when the writer that. sends like turns in this script to uh the chief editor he's just like the son of con gorilla is white i like that it'll save money on ink since the paper is white <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, oh Julius God. Schwartz. I like your thinking. Uh, you know what else he could do? He could use his massively powerful ape body combined with his human intellect to get free of the leash and then murder everyone. Yeah, he could just pull the collar yeah. off, right? Because who cares? What are they going to put? Made the... of, it's made of metal, though. It's not happening. Well, whatever. Like he could, he could somehow pull the stake out of the ground. Whatever. He could figure something out with his his powerful ape body combined with his human intellect. Because what are they going to do? They're they're going to just think a gorilla did it. They're not going to put him in jail. They don't know there's a human brain in there. He's whipping wasp nest, wasp nests yeah, at people. Cool. God, yeah, that's hard to say. Wasp, wasp nest. Wasp nest. Helps if you say it with a little bit of a sassy lisp. Oh, wasp nest. You know, maybe that's what I'm missing in my life in general. Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of sass. Maybe I should put a, a more of a sassy lisp on my normal day-to-day speaking yep. voice. Starting next episode. <laughs> sassy little, lists for everybody. You know, add a little sugar. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> this goes on. This goes on for some time, just terrorizing people with these coconuts, and then they uh, they keep uh, retying them up in different ways. Uh, and at some point, 
Now, again, these are Hollywood actors, but they've decided that they're going to uh, shoot balloons. They're getting their shooting practice in, and they're going to, with, with modern-era shotguns, they're going to shoot balloons out of the sky. You know, they fun. really should have done their practicing before they left. No. Well, they've got a lot of hobbies, and they're going to maintain While they're all in California, them. I'm sure there's a lot of ranges there. Yep. Nope, nope, nope. They don't let their practice lasp, lapse, lasp. Uh, that required a sassy, sugary lisp. Put a little sugar on it. Uh-huh. Uh, so what uh, Congo Bill in the white gorilla body decides to do is he takes these balloons and he uses some paint to make them look like the horrible witch doctor uh, that everybody is afraid of in the village and sends them up and it sends everybody into a panic, right? Uh-huh. Because they're so terrified of that bitchy lady from a thousand years ago. Yes. And it works. And so the Hollywood stars are like, you know what? Fuck this shit. We're rich. Uh, they let the gorilla go. <laughs> And they decide we're not doing this, and they leave. Uh, they get they get call they get a phone call from their rep, and they're told they're on strike, and so they yes. go home. Yes, that's going to be a long oh, one. If we can't terrorize the local tribes people during yeah. a strike, well, you you got to have fun with your job. I mean, if you can't, then you know, then you're doing the wrong go thing. Go home. So uh, yeah, the white gorilla now uh, he runs into the uh, golden gorilla's arms, mm-hmm. uh, thinking it's uh, thinking it's his son, and it's not. But now and he, they, uh, but now because he switched bodies with a grown man, he now has human thoughts. Yes, you know it is weird because like they have to go back to that and go like, well, that was weird, and have because like because well, when he's inside Congo Bill's body, he has access to Congo Bill's brain structure, right? Maybe which is more advanced than a gorilla's. Maybe I don't I don't know that he's so he's going to have a lot of weird thought alien thoughts yeah. that he would not be capable of doing. While in his gorilla body. What's the main thing he would do with his weird alien human thoughts in his ape body? So, like, imagine... Jack like, off con- before a date? So, like, well, that's a high-level alpha thinking. <laughs> Congo Bill, when he's inside the gorilla body, I bet it's more harrowing because he's using a less complicated tool to navigate reality. Wow. So Although he all- is stronger, right? He's right. not going to be have be able, he's got to have laser focus on what his task is while in the body of the golden Kong gorilla because he could become lost in its primitive structure. You know what? And I haven't really looked into it, but I believe there's a Vertigo book where they brought it back and uh, he is now permanently in the gorilla's body because Congo Bill got too old and died. So, right. so, so he hijacked he hijacked, hijacked the, the poor. So how come the so the golden Kong gorilla is immortal? I mean, he probably lives longer than Congo Bill did. That's no. All. I don't know. How long, we don't know what this thing is. It could have been let's alive for up, a thousand years. Let's look up how long do gorillas live. How long do uh, do gorillas live? 35 to 40 years. Okay. So, well, this is a golden gorilla or a yeti. We don't know what it is. So, you know, it's well, a Maybe he was gorilla, 10 and Congo Bill was like 45. Look, and this was at a time where men drank whiskey and smoked cigarettes constantly. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he got, probably he, died. He got 29 to 31 years out of it. You know? Yeah. So, like, he's like 50 and he's like, right. well, I'm at the end of my life. As, <laughs> what is normal for this period in time? <laughs> he just smoked a pipe and he just waited to die. Sure. Uh, that's the end of that story. And then we got one more story, uh, which might be more questionable than the other ones. Uh, this is an Aquaman story called The Second Deluge, written by Robert Bernstein as well, art by Ramona Fridon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, this uh, doesn't make a lot of sense. So, now, like, uh, the, the, this main is opening panel. 
mm-hmm. is Aquaman and Aqualad, who is eight. He's a little tiny boy. He's a little tiny like that, baby boy. That is a little kid, and mm-hmm. they're in front of what looks to be Noah's Ark. The biblical Noah himself has shown up and uh, is uh, sailing uh, through a massive deluge. But he calls himself Captain Noah? Yeah, Captain Noah. Noah. Yeah, Noah was well, the captain. I mean, technically. Well, yes, he was, but I don't think he ever like referred to himself as Captain well, Noah. It's been a couple, uh, however many years it's been. It's been a couple thousand years at least. Well, he never claims to be the biblical original Noah. Oh, he's like Noah's to say he's Noah the 50th. He could be like a guy who adopted the title of Noah. Like maybe the original oh, it's a Noah title. wasn't Well, we learn he's a Noah. villain, so his villain name is Captain Noah. What if Noah? like Noah in the Bible was like a title for like guy who does what God says? So it's a descriptor or, or title. It's not. It's not actually a, it's supposed to be a name. Yeah. What if Noah translates to God's employee, <laughs> God's best man, God's bottom bitch? Uh, I don't know. Well, that's just a splash page to get us used to the story, and then the actual story starts, and we find out that Aqualad does sleep at Aquaman's house. Yeah. They they both have like hammocks. Yeah, like netting underwater. And yeah. they sleep in hammocks in the same room because there's Aquaman's hammock is five feet away from Aqualad's. I thought Aquaman was the king of the sea. Right, yeah, and this is the king's quarters. Right, yeah, but he just lives in a cave. This is private chambers. With So what is Aqualad? What is he? He is uh he is the son of a, he is an all sea boy. Like he he's the product of uh two sea people. Um, but he was cast out. So Aquaman was originally cast out because he had blonde hair. And there's a whole thing about uh, blonde hair is like a, a sign of a curse and whatever they had to get rid of. Aqualad had purple eyes, and that was also a sign of some sort of curse. And so he was cast out. And I think Aquaman just kind of scooped him up and said, well, you're mine now. So they just like, they're not allowed to go home because they're, people are, are racist against them. <laughs> Right, but Aquaman eventually returned and and became the king of Atlantis. So you know okay, they got so, over that shit. But they're both from Atlantis. Um, I don't know that Aqualad is from Atlantis. I think maybe he just swam to Atlantis when he was banished from where he's from. What? I don't know, man. What What, what do you want from me? Because like he's a sea I, boy. I like I like skip this panel of him being underwater with Aquaman. Yeah. So for the rest of the comic, I just thought he was a normal human boy. No. Who is just out there swimming with Aquaman, and Aquaman's nope. just keeping him afloat. He is he is a sea boy. Uh, okay. Yep. So so the story about the two teenage boys causing havoc to avoid talking about their forbidden lust for one another is actually the least problematic story in this book. So why didn't the writers just say this is Aquaman's son? Because he's not Aquaman's son. I he's know, but Lord. like that would have avoided. Oh, just make it his son. Yeah, just make it his son, so it's not so weird. Uh... <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess they wanted to get some lore in there. Because eventually they're going to have to kill that baby. If there's one thing that we understand and appreciate, it's overly complex lore. Did they kill the baby? Which baby? No, oh, he you're... cuts off his hand to prevent the baby from yeah, being killed. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I that thought the baby the... still died. That was the edgy... There's a few the different... Edgy revamp. I thought it was that he died because he cut off his hand, but he was still too late. I don't remember. There was a time in the, like the 90s where they're like, Aquaman is lame as shit. What are we going to do? They're like, let's make him look like Zach Wilde. You know what? And and while I'm not who? against the, the Peter David, Shay always asks who when we bring up Zach Wilde. This has happened many, many times. We know who uh, Zach Wilde is, don't he's, we? He's a musician. He's a, he's a guitar player that looks like Jason Momoa. Uh, but anyway, um, 
Ah, shit. Where was I going with that? Who knows? Uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Aquaman. Aquaman. I'm, I'm not against the revamp of him. I'm not against the, the Peter David revamp. That was all cool. I'm good with all that. But Aquaman was the shit even before that. Aquaman so, was badass. Like they have him cut off his hand, right? And they give him like a sea hook for a hand. Yeah. And he's got this. And he looks like a rocker. And he's like a shirtless barbarian. And he's got nice. like a a hook hand and then eventually they give him a water hand yeah they do yeah they fucking do and now he has both his regular hands back yeah because i mean you know all that's old is new again like it's it's fine i have no i have no problems with that redesign yes it was a 90s edgy redesign but it worked it's fine yeah. we did that with a lot of characters yeah it was the 90s you had to do it you had to edge him up you had to do a lot of edging in the 90s <laughs> that's what's going on uh, so yeah, I know what's going on. These uh, these these undersea lovers are uh, sw- swimming around, and uh, they come a- they come upon a ship being piloted by the biblical Noah, Captain Noah, who has somehow got some sort of nautical rank. I like how like uh, it seems like the giraffes and the chimpanzees have a job on the boat. Yeah, they work. They work. Like, for they're the like part of their ship's crew. Right. It's it's a libertarian ship. Like, you have to work. So, like, this guy, like, turns out he's full of shit, but, like, he really did, though, get two of every animal, and he's been taking care of them. Well, he's got two of a lot of animals. We're going to find out, yeah, he is full of shit, but he has amassed a bunch of animals. Yeah, but there's, uh, like, this is a lot of work. Yeah, he put... And that's part of my problem with this this plot, as we'll find out at the end. It's like, he put in a lot of unnecessary work to sell this thing. Like, he could... Yeah, there's got to have been... There must have been a, a simpler solution to his problem. Yeah. This is a scam. It's a flim-flam. But it's it's an overly complicated flim-flam. Uh, so they see him, and uh, Noah starts talking about a, a second great flood is going to happen. Uh, and that's why I'm collecting all the animals. And Aquaman says, uh, don't be afraid. He's a harmless old crackpot. But, I mean, he did manage to sail a ship full of exotic animals out to sea with no trouble so he seems pretty capable to me he goes don't don't worry aqualad the everything he's saying isn't real there's no <laughs> way the money he's put into this equals the money he's going to get out yeah there's there's no way for he this brings that up <laughs> this ridiculous scheme that is yeah captain noah brings that up that is some too point much. he just says this like this doesn't pay off at all he says no he says nobody's figured out a way to make this plot work before and i finally did <laughs> but but his plot is insane as we'll get to so, uh, yeah, he threatens uh, Aquaman, Aqualad. Aqualad kind of buys it because he's a child and he's naive. Aquaman, he is really hand, young. He's a, he's a little boy. He's a little tiny boy. And, he looks uh, like one of the kids from the 90s Little Rascal movie. Yes. Yeah. Where they're yes, like does. super young. The he's prototype of little boys. Yes. Uh, and Aquaman is completely dismissive of it because he's not a good Christian. He doesn't believe any of this. This is not well, real. He's from Atlantis. Of yeah, course, yeah. Atlantis is underwater because of the biblical flood. Yeah. They should love the Bible in Atlantis. Uh, so then, wouldn't you know it, there actually is a giant flood later that day. But it causes my favorite thing in this whole comic to happen. Oh, yeah? Which is that in order to save a plane in the flood, Aquaman calls upon whales to become landing strips. Mm-hmm. Yes. So a plane starts crashing and Aquaman uh, commands a fleet of whales uh, I know it's not fleet. I can't remember what the term for a pod, pod of whales, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, to band together and create a landing strip on the whale's back and the friction and impact shatter all the whale's spines. Because yeah, it's all a the dumb whales idea. Would, they would explode. <laughs> they would explode. But also, let's say this works. They f- somehow managed to drop this plane right on the whale's backs. 
how is the plane what what happens now because the it whales lives there now because the whales if they swim to shore the plane can't get you know the whales can't get onto the shore because they wouldn't be able to get off the shore so we can't take them all the way up to the shore and the plane can't take off again because it needs a landing you know it needs a, a runway no it's like mike said they live there now yeah it's just you there. Know what they could do though is the whales could take them pretty close to land and then right. nudge it the rest of the way yeah they'd have to wouldn't they, they? could push it onto the beach it's gonna or be maybe it just they stay there till the storms passed and then they go well how would they there's go no... they can't take well, off they, the the they would stop on one of the whales backs and then the rest of the whales would reline themselves up in front so and that they would run runway the other way Wow, a suicide mission for all those whales. You know, in this uh, comic book, I realized that Aquaman very much values human beings over animals. Yeah, well, he just respects animals' place in the hierarchy. Like, he put these, this pod, let's call it a family of whales, mm -hmm. in, right. in danger just mm -hmm. to save some humans. Yep, it was it was three bank executives on a private jet. Right, yeah, I must save these. I must risk these. <laughs> these 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 executives from Chase. When the when the plane kills one of the baby whales, the whales uh, sing a song of sorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, uh, and Aquaman has to hear it because he can hear it from across the world because like just how the whale songs work, and he yeah. just constantly hears their sorrow of what he did. He's got great ears. Uh, He's like, I really regret helping that plane. This works. We don't see the consequences of it, but we just are, are led to believe that it works. And so the next day... <laughs> and Aqualad's going to hear Jesus it, too. Christ. Next day, the storm subsides. Aqualad and Aqualad, uh, they see Noah again. They're like, hey, that was a pretty bad storm. And Noah tells him, oh, I, I, you ain't seen nothing yet. He's Just like, like, yeah, I told you. God told me that there was going to be another flood, and it's happening. Yeah, it, this, is, this is the first step. There's more coming, bitch. And Aquaman is think he comes up with a plan by questioning Noah's knowledge of fish. Right. That's gonna that's gonna come up in a second. Um, there's another a second storm. There's a second even worse storm, and we see how Aquaman abuses all of the sea life to get things fixed mm -hmm. for humans uh, in their boats. For humans, yeah. He uh he has a bunch of fish uh risk their lives to uh they put the a bunch of like sharks are putting their noses in a, a ship's rotor to untangle it and potentially chop their own noses off. Dude, they're literally his cannon fodder. He does not care. He is throwing their lives away. Yeah, and you're gonna say Aquaman's not metal. Look how many fish he killed. I, I tell you what though, he's the king of the sea, and that is how kings behave. Yeah, they see the bigger picture. Our leaders are the best among us. If he really cared about the the creatures of the sea, he wouldn't call himself their king. No, he would just be a guy. No, he is dominant over he, them. He'd be their he ambassador. Like, he is. Uh, he, he's talking to Noah. He goes, oh, you too have been chosen divinely. <laughs> so, uh, the fog rolls in. This ship can't navigate because uh, the compass has been smashed and it's too foggy for the stars. And uh, he has a bunch of fish and sharks steer him around everywhere. Yeah, he's just completely abusing them. Uh -huh. The next day, uh -oh. uh, <laughs> the next day, Aquaman and Aqualad show up on Noah's Ark and they, they jump up there. And uh, Noam, Noah shows them around and they look at all the various undersea creatures that Noah has collected. Uh, Aquaman's like, well, that was cool. A nice, cool aquarium. You know, my whole life is an aquarium. <laughs> I'm kind of the king of the aquariums. It's also, doesn't this seem like weird? Like, 
Aquaman's going to essentially watch his people in a zoo. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't respect them. He doesn't care that, that these, these majestic creatures now have 20 square feet to swim around in. He's like, oh, I see you uh, You also enslave the creatures of the sea. Nice, and they high-five. Yeah, I'm their king. At least I call myself their king. <laughs> I'm kind of just a guy. They must obey me. Do you think, does Aqualad, does he have to obey him too? Because he's a creature of the sea. You said he had sea parents. Right, well, he's uh, he looks like a humanoid, so Aquaman does Aquaman for him. force the creatures of the sea to do what he wants, or does he no. just talk to them? In he asks well, them for help. The, clearly, the, the the way that we're seeing it here is uh, very one sided. But no, in recent years, it's that he communicates with them and and they're his friends, and they have discussions that he doesn't just wantonly get them killed all the time. You think that if if he can talk to the creatures of the sea, he would be he'd be freeing all the animals in the aquarium. Well, I think he's very, you know, in recent years, uh, in recent decades, really, we've seen quite a switch because in this book, uh, he puts humanity above everyone. But in recent decades, he's not a big fan of humans and he, no. he will definitely he will definitely do what he can. I think the only reason he doesn't go free all the animals from the zoos is because he knows he has to be somewhat diplomatic with the humans, but he doesn't want to be. Like, it's hard to even get him to come out on a JLA mission. Like, he kind of he kind of scoffs when they tell him you got to come and, and get involved with things. He's like, dude, I rule over, like, 70% of the Earth. I don't have time for your stupid problems. Can you imagine, like, he's in, like, Metropolis fighting a superhero battle with the rest of the Justice League, but all he can hear is the cries of, yeah. the, of the animals in the aquarium? Awful. Mm -hmm. Just terrible. Yeah. Go help them. Well, again, if he does that, then he becomes a menace, and suddenly the Earth puts, sends their nuclear bombs underwater. All right, underwater. hold on. I have a solution. Okay? Kill the humans. What he could do is he can make a deal with the shipping industry mm -hmm. to pay him a tax to <laughs> use the oceans. He uses that tax to buy all the world's aquariums, and then he releases all the animals back into the ocean. Well, this is assuming that the shipping companies will respect his authority as owning the seas. I mean, also, he, doesn't that just put more obstacles in front of the ships? Hmm. Well, I, it's a big ocean. <laughs> They'll have to make. And some they're going to take every fucking resource. Well, they not can if, out of it. Not, not the king of the sea says no. He's the king of the sea. <laughs> yeah, because we've never gone to war over resources before in this America. This motherfucker can make whales line up to land well, planes. They're, gonna, the whales are yeah. sinking yachts right now. You're going to choke the whole manufacturing industry. And we saw a couple years ago when we, we had shortages of everything, people were acting insane. Like, if this happens again, the U.S. government is going... It might be the one thing that unites all the governments of the world is that we have to fucking blow up Atlantis. Corporations pay uh, militias all the time, like a protection tax to, right. to like, if work there's in any, their area. If there's anything that crosses the aisles and makes everyone agree, it's aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta Ozymandias it. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe that was in the next issue. Anyway, so More uh, interesting issue. Although this has Noah, so Aquaman says, "All right, here's the thing. You don't have any octopi, so uh, I give you a male one and a female one. Go nuts. Do whatever you want." They're with them. weeping as they get onto the the boat. Do we have to their, do this? As their king commands them to to live um, in captivity. Yeah. Well, that we'll, we'll as we'll see, he was actually quite kind to these octop octopi, as we'll see. What later. if like Aquaman moves into their house? Yes. Like he, him, no more hammocks in the cave for you and me, uh, Aqualad. As a king, you really didn't think I'd be living in a hammock in a cave. But no, I live in an octopus's garden in the shade. Yeah, 
So uh, then we see, after Aquaman and Aqua Lad leave, we see what Noah's nefarious scheme has been this entire time. It turns out that uh, only part of the ship has animals. The back part of the ship actually has a, a giant telescoping antenna tube-like thing coming out of it. All right? Uh-huh. What it does is it... Uh, it's, I a hot, it's a weather machine. Pretty yeah, but it's like the weather though is a byproduct of what it's actually doing. Where it's like a, right. it's an electromagnet that sucks in all the cold ocean water and mm -hmm. strips it of the little bits of gold particle. Right, and then it collects it in like a centrifuge. Right, but then the byproduct of that is it's creating conditions that cause tsunamis and hurricanes. Okay, so. That's fine, I guess. I'll accept that. But the thing is, he doesn't... It doesn't seem that it needs to affect the weather. It seems that he's chosen to also create giant storms. I thought it was just like a byproduct of stripping all that well, cold water out of the environment so quickly. Right. But he doesn't say that it's a byproduct. He just says mankind gets the storms. But if you'll notice, if you look at this, the actual collection where he gets the uh, tiny particles of gold, that's like 20 feet off of the, the top of the boat. And then the thing extends. So why does the water have to com continue shooting directly into the clouds? This is a great allegory for um, climate change and corporations you know spewing what? pollution yeah, and the, in order for them to collect gold. It is, it is. And if they would have How made does the case, no one see the giant fucking pipe to the sky? They're in the middle of the ocean. They saw the boat. It's a good allegory, but the the problem like they never specify that it has to go into the clouds. There's no I don't see any reason why it has to go in the clouds, because by the time it reaches the clouds, it's long since collected the gold. Why not just divert it right back into the water and be less conspicuous about this whole thing? Yeah, that's true. Maybe, like uh, I don't know, they could only get a horizontal pole. Storms are following you vertical. everywhere. <laughs> Horrific storms are following Maybe you everywhere. Captain Nemo isn't the brightest of people. Well, that's why he took the guy, the guise of Noah, where he yeah. can go around and say, God is creating these floods. Yeah, That's why he did it, because he, he was the one creating the floods. Hopefully the only people that he runs into are Christians who will buy this. Or, you know, I bought it. He... <laughs> He could have just, why didn't he just disguise himself as like a cruise ship or a patrol boat or a barge Because he had anything? to come up with a reason for the these these freak storms. And he says, because God is punishing man. Or don't send the excess, because he seems like he's enjoying the fact that the excess water goes into the clouds. And Aquaman, who hates people, hears that and he goes, based. I think he loves people actually now. And he's just eventually. like, oh, God's punishing man. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I mean, he's he's sacrificed the lives of his servants to save men, to Look save him. He's small quantities the, of men. He's collecting the gold, and he's like, Meh, yes, gold. 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 And uh, this next flood, uh, this next storm, rather, is so vicious that it actually floods the nearby towns. Yeah, everyone dies. This is going to become a big issue. Well, Especially probably a lot of church. people did die. Like, yeah. You really see the church being destroyed. Noah destroying the church. Ironic, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe there's a little something about religion in there too. Mm -hmm. oh, so Aquaman <laughs> and Aqu writers. So some of these uh, people decided to use this opportunity uh, to get snorkels and swimsuits and loot uh, under now underwater businesses. Uh, they had a gang name. What was their gang name? Uh, did they say they had a gang yeah, name? I don't know. Is. They did. really? Yeah. Crooks. They did. Let's find the crooks. Da 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 da. 
Maybe uh, I made it up. Skin my... di- it says skin diving thieves. They don't have a gang oh, name. All right. I thought it was like the snorkel club or something. <laughs> Circle boys. Like these uh, are guys who just wait for floods. They <laughs> they get, they get finally. We've been waiting for decades. It's finally uh, happened. And uh, so Aquaman uh, stops oh. them and he has a bunch of needle fish like sew their pants together and then nip at their dicks a little bit just for fun. Aquaman is like looking at the deluge. He goes, oh no, this town is destroyed. I don't have, I, 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 well, there's nothing I can do to stop it. And he thinks to himself, oh my God, the local YMCA swimmers. <laughs> well, I like that they stole or had scuba gear, but not scuba suits. No, not, not full suits. They wanted you know to show off it their takes apps. to put them motherfuckers on. They didn't know what was happening. They didn't know they, about the storm. And they're both, yeah, and you're right, James. They are like very physically fit, probably from all the swimming that they practice. The for swimming? This robbery. I've what seen Michael been, Phelps. They've been practicing swimming this whole time because they thought one day the bank would be flooded and then yeah. they can go rob the bank. Yeah, they Wouldn't always the had money their oxygen. They always had their oxygen tanks on their back. Oh, you know what? At first, I was going to say they're not robbing the banks, they're just like robbing, you know, stores. But uh, yeah, no, he's got a bag full of yeah, like, money. bundles of cash flying yeah. out. I guess it would get wet. Yeah, but water uh, doesn't affect like dollar bills the way it affects, you know, a sheet of paper. Like everything is ruined. Have you ever washed your pants uh, with some cash in there? Oh, and there's the, still money in it. Yeah, the money have, and it still comes out. It's a little messed up, but it still works. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess just local towns shouldn't accept any of that heavily water damaged dollars. Right, it's going to stink. <laughs> if this money that. stinks, it's as good as marked. It's the stolen money. Uh, it sounds like fish. Yes. So uh, afterwards, the storm subsides. And uh, so uh, Aquaman shows up. Now here, I didn't notice this on first read. Aquaman jumps out of a whale's blowhole. He sure oh, does. Oh, I did not notice Let that us. either. He, he sure does. That he... is sexual. <laughs> it's sexual and it's badass. That's impossible. Well, it's more like the... the that whale it's... gave birth to him. I guess it's more like the whale sneezed him out. Yeah. <laughs> the whale squirted him out. The sea was angry that day, my friends. Like, yeah, he's a he's golf a, ball stuck in a waste. Aquaman is a booger. <laughs> oh, I was thinking Seinfeld, but okay. We hadn't done a Seinfeld reference yet this episode. So. <laughs> Not in the last five minutes. No, it's been a little bit. Uh, so Noah, uh, so uh, Aquaman lands on Noah's ship and explains the situation. He says, I know what you've been doing. I know you've been using this uh, machine to extract the gold ore because uh, I, uh, my octopuses, my octopi that I put on there, they're actually my spies and secret they're octa lovers. They're octospies. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. He also yeah. is embracing them tenderly. Yep, giving them jobs. Yeah. Actually, they're trying to strangle them for oh, stealing oh. their lives. He'll give them a job, all right. I want my house back. <laughs> so uh, Noah goes, well, impossible. How'd you know to, to, to put spies on my ship? He goes, well, because uh, when you showed me your aquarium, it turns out that you're a dumbass and you don't know anything about undersea life. You yeah, got all this wh- stuff what wrong. if Noah just doesn't know about undersea life? Like, he might not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how's he going to learn? Like Aquaman uh, equated ignorance to uh, being a bad guy. Yeah, he did. And then he spied on him, which probably is some sort of viol- like NATO violation. Well, no, they're in the middle of the ocean. There's internet. There's no, oh, inter- there's no law. There's no laws. You can do anything you want with a hot young boy toy. Yeah, that's right. He can, really. I mean, there's nothing <laughs> like, to... Yeah. Nobody involved is purely human, and they're out in international waters. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. It's weird. <laughs> Not saying I approve of it, I'm just saying, like, technically, they didn't break any laws. Yeah. 
And now they uh, live with uh, that octopus couple because they don't want to go back yeah. to the cave. <laughs> yep. And uh, that's the end. And then they swim out to Gotham for a couple swap with Batman and Robin in the same bed right next to each other. Top. Was, you want to go liberate an aquarium? I sure do. Haha, <laughs> 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 you're eight. <laughs> yeah, he's even too young for Dick Grayson. Not my son. Yeah. Uh, Just a boy I found in the ocean. <laughs> that's the end of the book. He's like, hey, kid, you want to dress up just like me? What we uh, would we feel in our hearts about this? Uh, I like this. I liked all the stories. Really, you liked yep. this, and I like uh, I like that it, it brought light to to God for kids, <laughs> so they can learn about Genesis. Showed us how great God is. Uh, Shay, what'd you think of this? I'm bored. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't think this was necessarily the greatest book. Um, can't give it a high endorsement. I'll give it a. Two out of five human brains in an ape body, or maybe it's eight brains in a human body? I'm not sure. We're going to go down there and have a donkey barbecue, and I'm going to furnish the ass. Don't know what that means. Yep. If you want to debate me, you better not let your alligator mouth overblowed your hummingbird ass. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of ass talk from Dr. Phil. What does that even not, mean, I, dude? I don't know, man. He's not even a real doctor. I don't know what to tell He's you. He's the best, dude. I love no, he the... has a doctorate. Yeah, but he can't practice, uh, he can't be a doctor, uh, and the only reason he was allowed to do it is because uh, he's technically not charging people for advice. He's getting paid, but yeah. not by the people. I should, that yeah, I do not endorse Dr. Phil. I think he's a piece of shit, no, no. so let me go I'm back sure here, but nice. he does have a doctorate, yeah. So let me- uh, just let me, a guy on a TV show. Let me, oh, let me tell you the, uh, one of the latest things I learned about him is that when he was 20, he got married- and uh, he cheated on his wife, as, as of course he would. Uh, and he also forced his wife to lift weights to make her bust larger. All right. Wait and hear the, the, the bad <laughs> thing that he did. I'm not denying it's based. Making millions off of the suffering of others lots is, is of, very uh, Lots of guys have their girl in the gym doing squats so they have bigger booties. Yeah, those aren't good guys. I mean, think of all the guys who lift weights knowing that their girl will dump them if they aren't in really good shape. Yeah, but that's not for, that's not telling somebody and giving them an order. Uh, it's just letting Darwinism take its place. It's expected. It is it is expected, but that's that's a consequence of society. We live in a society. Yeah, we live in a society of lifting. Uh, was he lifting at the time too, Doctor Phil? Yeah, you know, twenty-year-old like Doctor Phil. No, Dr. he didn't want bigger tits. Was let's, he like jacked? I can imagine Doctor Phil like beast mode, just like doing his shrugs. Let's see, uh, Doctor Phil Young. Let's see what he looked like as a kid. Yeah, let's see if see. there's any. Oh, it looks like maybe he played football. Football already. Doctor Phil was hot in college. Yeah, he. You know what? This guy was lifting. Yeah, damn he right. He was not hot in college. Yeah, he was. Look at him. No, he's he hot now. Not. Look at him. <laughs> he's in his seventies. He's hot now. All right, he's stud. Dr. Phil Hummingbird ass. <laughs> I like him now because stupid. he played those two clips Fuck. for me. I didn't know he talked that way. Nonsense. Oh, yeah. He talks that way all the time. Mostly what I know about Dr. Phil is like the bum fights video where the yeah, guy shows yeah, up dressed as him. The greatest YouTube video ever. It's pretty good. And he shows up dressed as Dr. Phil. All right. Uh, is it time to talk about next time? Yeah. I think it's time to talk Sorry about what we're doing next, next time. time. All right. We're on our sort of death march to episode 250. Mm -hmm. By the way, we're getting close. I don't know what we're doing for that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it'll be great. Um, so we've, uh, if you haven't 
heard since last time, uh, we've actually combined our normal wheel and the request wheel into the super wheel. Mm -hmm. The super wheel is all encompassing. Right, because we want to do more requests. People sent in requests. We haven't done them all. Uh, so if you check the YouTube, you can actually watch it now. You can see it. Uh, and if, if, our, if your request isn't on the wheel and we fucked up, I think it's all on there. But if your mm -hmm. request isn't on the wheel, let us know. We'll it. But it's all on there. We're letting God decide. So it's not our fault if we don't do your request. We knew we should do to raise money for the, the marathon uh, charity is that mm -hmm. we should give people a list of what's on the wheel and let them gamble. Oh, yeah. If you want to start up a... a right. Whole, we'll have like a lottery. Start taking some bets on and this. And we'll yeah. use that to fund the Well, you the better get that, that shit together soon. Because like you I know? said, it's less than six weeks away. Is that illegal what I'm proposing? I don't think it's illegal. Is it illegal to... I mean, Gambling? I guess, Gambling's usually a crime. But it's but not always. Not always. Are we in international waters? Are we out at mm. sea? I don't know. The internet. Yeah. yeah I don't know how that works. Let us know if you'd like to gamble on the wheel for charity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, we're going to play some spinning music as we take a look at that. And if, I'll say it again. If you've got a spinning song that you want to send in, especially if you made one, we would yeah. love to play it. Make us mm -hmm. a spinning song. Uh, normally, we only play a little bit. But like if you, if you put together a two or three minute long spinning song, you bet your ass we're going to play that whole thing right on the mm -hmm. show. So mm -hmm. go ahead and do that. Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, I got us a winner this time from uh, 80s Cheese Rocker's Restless Heart. This is their banger, Wheels. Oh, this is a banger. Yep. It's, uh... You know, I'm gonna start listening to this band because I, too, have a restless heart. It's like, uh... It answers the question, can you make the Eagles worse? This is just when the Eagles don't want to play uh, your state this fair. This band is way better than the Eagles. Really. <sighs> All right. Well, I do hate the Eagles. Yeah, the freedom that we all want to know. That's right. I feel that. I feel that restless heart. <laughs> all right. Um, Dude, really, it's, really got, it's got a rear view mirror in the you know song what? as well, I, which is great. I almost for wanted to. back at your life. I almost wanted to like play the, the verse that led into the chorus before, before it actually got to the wheel part. It's exactly the song you think it is. Life is like an automobile. Sure. This is the kind of song. This, the, if this just had some more truck talk in it, this would be like a really good modern country song. This is your dad's favorite song. Uh, all right, we can spin to Restless Hearts. Restless Heart. Let's see what we got. Dude, Restless Hearts are our new favorite band. I'm gonna start listening to their music. All right, what do we got? What's coming up? What could it be? Okay. All right. Um, this actually, the Brave and the Bold number four. I think this might be a request. We are right. on a, hey, look at this. The super wheel is doing its job. We are on, yeah, it is. We are on a tear with um, awesome. DC books. This is our fourth DC book, but it's what the wheel says, right? The wheel said that we should do some more requests. So this is, uh, let's see, request from, <laughs> I don't know, did I write this or somebody else? I so probably this did. Is, this is the Brave and the Bold issue four from 1991. It says, Green Arrow, the Butcher, and the Question request from KBEL reporter at Jeru420. Mm -hmm. Someone in the comments. Oh, you know what? This is uh, this was from a uh, YouTube comment, a YouTube suggestion a couple episodes yeah. ago. This is a new one, actually. So mm -hmm. the system works. Yeah, it works. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to take a look at this. Thank you, Jeru420. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing your handle. Uh, so let's take a look at what we got. It says the Brave and the Bold presents Green Arrow, the Butcher, and the Question. Characters we really haven't seen a lot. 
okay, this could be problematic. Nope, um, it's gonna be perfectly fine. Speaking of trucks, it's got it's got a lumberjack, which is yeah. a job I secretly want to do. So so we've got a truck uh, going down the highway, listening to Restless Heart, presumably. And uh, there's a lumberjack, it's hauling a load of logs, and there's a lumberjack on top of the logs fighting off what appears to be some sort of Native American-themed supervillain trying to steal them? Or a superhero trying to stop the supervillain uh, lumberjack. Right, I wonder if, well, one of them's probably the butcher, I guess, because in the background we see hanging on to the, uh, to the truck in question is the question. Mm-hmm. Right? You can tell because they didn't draw on his face. Or it's the green arrow wearing a suit and they just didn't want, they were being lazy and just didn't want to draw his face. Listen, I'm going to tell you what just uh, dawned on me that you guys probably didn't notice. Uh, the credits There's no here. green arrow? Well, oh, uh, Mike presumably. Grell? Mike Grell and Mike Barron. Yeah. Also known as the creator, Mike, Gr- Mike Barron, the creator of The Badger. I, I actually, the art, I, it was the art that set me off and I looked down and I saw Mike Grell and I was like, that's not the right name, but no. yeah. Mike Grell, we've looked at Mike Grell. He created Warlord. He created a lot of cool stuff that we no, had No, 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 the art reminded me of The Badger. I know, but I'm saying Mike Grell is also a notable name that we like and have enjoyed and looked at before. Oh, yeah. So both these guys but are But yeah, Mike, Mike Barron, I recognize. That just means that this book is going to be totally insane. Yeah, which is so exciting and explains why it was recommended to us. So Dude, yeah. there uh, is... Thank you, thank you, thank you. There is a Badger Rider mm-hmm. Punisher comic I threw on the wheel that is fucking bonkers. Yeah. Uh, this might be pretty bonkers itself. This looks great. I think this is going to be good. I don't know what I'm to expect from this. I'm real excited now. Oh, yeah, I know. See, look at that. Huh? My bright idea. Yeah. Super wheel once again. So, leading uh, us yeah. to the right place. The wheel provided, I got to say. Mm-hmm. All hail the super wheel, right? That's Noah's real god. That's who <laughs> really commanded Noah. Uh, thank you, KBL reporter at Jeru420 from YouTube. It's like one of those uh, biblically accurate angels, but it's the super wheel. <laughs> All right. Noah. <laughs> Um, that's going to come up next time. As you know what? Like, I have a schizophrenic yeah. episode and like God, I think like, this has been a schizophrenic episode. God speaks to me. Like, like uh, as I wake up, Mike, <laughs> I have a mission for thou. <laughs> for thou. Like I'm going to do whatever it says. So next episode, you're going to have a sassy lisp and I'm going to use biblical words like thou. Mm-hmm. That's the entire episode. Yeah. That shows will now be spoken in Aramaic. Yes. I'm looking forward to this. This is great. Uh, Shay, can you give yeah. us some plugs and get us out of here, please? Can do. Uh, Demo has fallen asleep on top of my phone, Demo so I'm going to be doing all of this off of the top of my head, and nice. I apologize. So there's no real fun quip, really. Can't move the cat. Um, yeah. Uh, stop Never your move. boredom and listen to us on any podcast app that you can think of. And at darksidescouch.com, we have the RSS feed. And subscribe to us on all of the things at Darksides Couch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And donate if you can to James's fundraiser if you haven't. And right. do it if you can't as well. Just and put it on a credit card. Yes. I love you. <laughs> and Shay loves you. Uh, yeah, Any honestly, any donation. We've gotten large donations. We've gotten small donations. And I'll, I mean, I to be serious, if I can be serious for a second, and I get the feeling I can't, uh, literally every time somebody's, uh, donated, it's made my day. Like no matter what the amount is, it really, uh, it makes it, ke- it, it keeps the demons away in my brain. So please, if you have a bunch of money from crimes, you yeah. could in a way launder that money by yeah. donating it to, to, we will wash your money. 
Right, and then yes. you'll get the tax write-off. It is tax deductible. I assume it is a donation, so it goes to right. a good cause. And so yeah, it's come like on. a light laundry. You're still going to lose some of the money, it's but you right. mean you stole it. You, yeah, so you're still coming. You're playing with house money. It's fine. Come on now. You should help wow. autistic children. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be great for all of us. So please, come on. And I will, by the way, after the marathon happens, I will give you guys updates. I promise you, if anything horrible happens, uh, if I bonk out, if I vomit, if I pee my pants, I will I will dutifully report all that stuff here on the podcast. I you promise better. I'm going to let you know. I'm gonna, we're going to talk about like it. Especially if you're like the diarrhea guy. Like, I we're want to see a photo and I'm putting it on Twitter. We're going to debrief. I'm not sure because of our recording schedule exactly when it's going to land after the podcast, which is October 8th or 9th, I think the 9th. But I promise we will debrief and we will talk about all that kind of stuff ASAP. So, mm. um. Yeah, and also, oh, uh, and if you haven't checked out the YouTube, I've been kind of freshening up the YouTube a little bit. It'll make it a little more dynamic, so there's a couple more moving elements that I'm working on. So, you know, check out the YouTube and subscribe to that. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. Anybody got any last thoughts before we get out of here? I think that uh, 20,000 years ago, something happened that inspired the Flood Noah myth throughout all the different cultures that exist today. So it probably happened. Shay? Uh... Just accept your bald, dude. Stop trying to end the world over it. It looks good a lot of the times. You know what? I say continue to have spite and vengeful thoughts and end the world. And stay bald. You can do them both. Rage against the thing about yourself you don't like. Ta-ta for now, Cushion Crusaders. We'll talk to you next time on the couch. Hello, Superboy. I discovered an antidote for kryptonite. The one substance to which you are vulnerable. Really? Psych! <laughs> <laughs>